If you listen to this podcast, you know what that means. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the worst podcast of all time. It's still real to me. And God damn it, after that Bray Wyatt and Terry Funk podcast that we did on the Quality Nonsense podcast, it's still real to me. God damn it. Oh, my mm. goodness. I mm. am Dave the stepdad, not the dad who stepped up and who is still recovering from the passing of my good brother Bray Wyatt. That's, but I am here. I am here. I am here with my right hand fucking man. You got JR and 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 and, and Jerry the King. I don't give a shit who you want, who else to be. I'll take whoever backseat that I can, big pause. Um <laughs> fucking ex Caliber, Tony Savani or Taz. Like this is the vibe that I get, man. I, I, I ain't gonna lie. Shout out to Michael Cole, but I'm not. I was never a fan of Michael Cole, man. He was so. He was just so. Just like I ain't gonna lie. The, the, the biggest Michael Cole fan that I was was the one no one liked. That hill Michael Cole. Mm. Oh, the hill Cole. Yeah. Okay. He was so obnoxious and fucking annoying. I love that Michael Cole, bro. But um, there when he interfered. Um, and I, I am beef, Mike, so to get the, to get the intro out the way. I, I was actually there the night where King and Miz fought for the WWE title, that, that TLC match, yeah. and, like, when Cole interfered to cost King the title, like, I was there for that. I was like, oh, like, the boo was pretty heavy when yeah. Cole did that. That was, that was super heavy. But I, And I know you just introduced yeah, yourself. Get his. But, but, no, you deserve a better one. Beast. Check Mark Mike. What up with you, baby? <laughs> um, we're obviously still recovering from what just happened, but uh, we already we pretty much covered it in full uh, with uh, with the uh, quality nonsense pod. So we could get right into the other big thing that happened over the weekend. Let's go. Which was all in the Wembley <laughs> Stadium. All in. Legitimately. I see Mercedes more now. I want to be all in there. I want to be all in them oh. cheeks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mike. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Let, let him be. Let you got to fight all these urges, my brother. <laughs> but, uh, Poor God. But, uh, but, but yeah, but, yeah, she was there. Uh, they showed Mercedes Monet early and often during the show. Who you? AEW made sure to let everybody know the official gate, as in full-on tickets, in terms of people who got into the building. It was... Let me sure I got the uh, full record here. It was... 81K? Yeah, a little... like About 81,000. Yeah, a little over 81,000. That's the record for most people that bought tickets. This, this doesn't count the people who were working. It doesn't count stagehands. All that, like it, it, it sets the record for the largest attendance at a professional wrestling event. So the AEW uh, really, really got their flowers uh, recently. So the official number is eighty-one thousand and thirty-five people in terms of paid attendance. So that that is uh, incredible for AEW to do that in just their sixth year, their sixth year of of, of existence. Uh. Incredible work. No, no, they came out 2019. Yeah, the fifth. So they're, so they're, yeah, they're effectively their fifth year of existence. Yeah. So, so that that's incredibly impressive. That's AEW that's disgusting, bro. That's not even heard of. Do that. Yeah, that's that's wild for them to be able to do that. 
at Wembley Stadium, and the crowd was hyped the whole night. It was a really good crowd. There was no dry spots, bro. Let's be honest. No. I know We're I'm not. an AEW fanboy, what they call me, but there was no dry spots. Trust me, I was looking for it. There was no dry spots, bro. Right. High, it was highly entertaining from bell to bell, from start to finish. It, it was really was. So, so let's talk about it. Well, all right, well, 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 let's. Well, where do you want to start from? Do you want to start from our? Do you want to do our roster, or do you want to wait until we done our payback? Uh, you know what? Let's wait till let's wait till payback to do that. Okay. Let's wait till, uh, right. Payback and all out. All right. And then now that all the pay per views have passed, we'll see. Then we'll see where we are. Right. We'll we'll push that back till next sometime next week or the next time we uh, we're on. And we'll see where okay. everyone is. Yeah, Fair so enough. That, that's what we'll do. So this this pod will be basically about all in. So uh, now I'm now, which I already I know the answer, but I I know the answer after getting the records. But I was going to ask you. I'm still going to ask you anyway because I wanted to know. What was a bigger event, WWE in the O2 Arena or AW in the Wembley? And why? Why? Mm. Did, yeah, like, and why okay. is it? Like, and why? Why was AEW promoted the best wrestling event ever? Okay, so when uh, AEW was more meaningful, it, it was certainly a more meaningful show to them. And more meaningful right. in a sense of wrestling that another promotion outside of WWE could draw that many people. Exactly. So to me, obviously for WWE, nothing's beating WrestleMania. And their second best probably SummerSlam or Royal Rumble or vice versa. Like that's their three. Like if anyone's gonna mm-hmm. draw what AEW just did, it's gonna be one of those three shows. And I would say the Wembley show, I think, is the bigger show. It was certainly the bigger show. Now, was it better? It probably was top to bottom. Though, I think the biggest rest, like the biggest moment combined of either show probably was Jay pinning Roman. Because, like, the, the world stopped. The wrestling world stopped. When Jay actually pinned Roman. Jesus Christ. The bloodline is... Like it's not even fair, but go ahead. You're right. You're right. Like the way the bloodline is, man. It's but you're right. Go ahead. Continue on, sir. Yeah. So that that's I guess I would say yeah. All in probably was all in was the better show compared to Money in the Bank. But I would say the biggest moment compared like of the two shows was Jay pinning Roman. Like I I think like AEW had some uh, some really cool moments, some big moments, but no moment was like earth shattering like that one. I think mean, that's the. I think mean, that would be the distinction I would have between the two. But check this out, which is fair, which is which is fair, right? But WWE didn't look at SummerSlam like a WrestleMania. So look at the last WrestleMania compared to this year's Wembley. Okay, now that's a fair, that's a fair fight. Now Oof. that's a fair fight because all in's the AEW's biggest show, and I just mentioned obviously WrestleMania's the biggest show in wrestling. Okay. Like all right, like you, oh, oh like like that's like oh, well, real, 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 real quick. It's like all right. So you, it, you, it, it was a close game, but nigga, I ain't had Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown in there though. So if I would have had them two in there, then what? If I would have took it as serious as that, 
Then what? So that's so yeah. So the, I just I just wanted to throw that little nugget in because we I mean we on football season and shit. Yeah, I mean, but go ahead, but go ahead, go ahead. Side of week for uh for the first when the Chiefs raised the banner and I and, and I got ah come on now come on bro what's up with you bro come oh, on the game, that's the first game of the season I know that but why do y'all say that shit right now uh, it's, you you walked you walked us down this road with the first AJ Brown stuff <laughs> this, this is on you this is not on me fair enough go ahead bro fair enough <laughs> I didn't walk into that one. <laughs> answer your question, okay, which is bigger? WrestleMania is still the bigger show. Absolutely. WrestleMania is still the biggest show in town. It's still the biggest show in wrestling. But in terms of how meaningful and impactful it was, that's one of 39 as opposed to it that we're all, all in just was one of one. This is the first time they've, they've gone on the stage like this. This is the first time they knocked it out of the park on a stage like this, AEW. So to it's me, not true. I would say, well, like, on an eighty thousand seat stage. Well, oh, yeah, eighty thousand, yeah, yeah, eighty thousand. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking that kind of stage. I'm not talking like like a big like all in being like, okay, this was a huge gamble they took in Chicago. And it, and it okay, worked. okay. Mm. Or, or, like this was like talking huge... shit, talking shit, beast. <laughs> My like, bad, like, King. This like, <laughs> like this is like huge. Like the risk we're taking. Oh, we're gonna go yeah. with, with, with with NXT. Yeah, all right, all right, God damn, you beating the shit out of me, bro. My bad, bro. You beating the <laughs> shit out of me. My bad. You right. You right. <laughs> that's, that's the that's the flow I'm thinking of here. So like, fucking snake or swim. We gonna. I mean, you gonna you 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 gonna be legendary. You gonna shit the bed, and it's gonna last to your whole fucking career. You right. You right, bro. My fault. Continue on. And that and that's where we are. And that's and that's AEW made a very loud statement last week, and it was special for wrestling. And I think that's 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 a situation where everybody wins because now AEW stepped his is stepping his game up, and WWE stepping his game up. And you see both companies like WWE is getting record gates almost every month now because uh, their product's improving, and AEW's product is staying strong. So like everybody's winning because everybody's putting the, their best foot forward, and then that's what that's what makes this game special for all of us. And I think that's what makes what happened last weekend, what's about to happen this weekend, that's what's going to make it that much better and that much more fun and that much more entertaining because we're all getting a whole lot of different flavors and a whole lot of different clothes and styles. It's all going to work out, I think. So, okay. Like, what? All right. They looking at, they looking at the uh, O2 runner arenas like... Yeah, it's a really important job for us, but it's crown and crown jewel. I mean, uh, Saudi, that's a big job for us too, but none of that shit compared to fucking WrestleMania. So this is AEW WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. So, so lined up this year's AEW WrestleMania, excuse me, to um, WWE's WrestleMania. Which one do you think is better? Not a better draw, a better show. You talk about better show. I got you. Yes. I got you. Okay. Give me, and I'll split up the two WrestleManias because of the night. So I'll, I'll okay. Oh, that's that's this. another thing too. That's another one. That's a good one. Uh, so I will go. Damn. Night one, I'll go night one WrestleMania, all in night two WrestleMania. All three are Ooh. definitely rewatchable. 
But I, I think night one yeah. WrestleMania was so good from start to finish. No, you're right. Except yeah. for Cena Theory, night one of WrestleMania yeah. was so good from Bell to Bell. I would like it. Like, I, I love night one of WrestleMania. And I, I'm like, I will go that one and all in the, rest of the night two. Yeah, you're right about that. They definitely do have two nights. And Cena Theory, that was just that was just to put asses in seats. Pretty much. Um, and you got the Usos and, and KO and Sami Zayn. Holy fuck. Um, the women's championship match, bro. Um, man, yeah. And then um, Logan Paul. Who the who's Logan Paul going against? Logan and Seth. Yeah, Logan and Seth. Duh. Of course, my guy Seth. Even though you low key hating, you playing on his downfall. <laughs> fucking praying on my nigga's downfall, bro. You gotta chill, bro. Watch, you watch, you gonna watch, you gonna find out it's gonna be me versus Seth Rollins Survivor Series, and you gonna find a way to sit there and say, "Dana Seth that can win this." <laughs> he's not though. He's been studying Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins haven't been studying him. He don't know him. Dana Seth that can pull this off. <laughs> God damn it! It's like no, you know, I was just talking shit though. I know, I know. Yeah. But, 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 listen, that's going to be the narrative until he actually loses, and it's going to be your fucking fault. Your fucking fault. You've been setting this shit up the whole time. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Yeah, if you want to line up both nights, it is the better one. You're right, but it's not. It's not. It's not like. It's not like. AEW was a distance. It's like it's like like it's far. Like they got beat their asses out. Like it was this was a hell of a fucking event, bro. Like I'm going there in Wembley next year, bro. I'm going there. Okay. Like I'm real shit. Like and if you're able to do it, you got a passport, bro. I don't, but I, I am gonna make an appointment to get one. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it like a like a point to get one. At the wor- at the earliest before this this month, not that we're in September, uh, before this month ends, but definitely I'm gonna make it a point to get one. Yes. And look, Mike G, he I'm not gonna put my man out there, but he can get us in. He can get us in with the flights. Okay. So we're only paying a fraction. Nice. Real shit, bro. Right. We're only paying a fucking fraction. So. Bro, like once, because I, I watch, I watch all in late because of because of my trip and shit. Yeah, you know I mean, and 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 as soon as they said twenty twenty four August twenty fifth, same mm-hmm. spot, we in the same crib. I said, pussy, I'm there, I'm there, bro. Seriously, I'm fucking there, bro. And 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 I never and I I never said this on the pod or even to you, but I always said to myself. Man, I wish I was there, bro. Dude. I wish I was there more than a uh, WWE John. No, no disrespect hey. to AEW because AEW uh, been here before, bro. They've been all around the world, bro. AEW has one, but not as big as this. And that I wanted to be. You feel me? You that was feel a very me? Different vibe. Yeah, that was a really different vibe. Like, I, I might be wrong. I might be wrong. But the bull that usually there, I didn't see him there. The boy with the nut oh, the ass. The dude with the Gumby shirt and the, and the tan hat. Yeah, was he? Did you, did you see him? I didn't see him. See? You feel me? That's a flexion I could have had over that dickhead, bro. <laughs> but yeah, but on some real shit, though, I was like, 
man, I want to be at I want to be at this event, bro. And I actually could have, but I already had my my trip planned to Bermuda beforehand. You feel me? But mm-hmm. but next year though, I was like, yo, I'm 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 there next year. There's you're not nobody stopping me from getting there, bro. I just want I want to be in WrestleMania, DJ Khaled Cruz, and the Wem- Wembley. That's 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 the, those are my stomping grounds for uh, 2024, bro. You got me fucked up. Okay. If I'm not going. So let's talk about All In 2023. And let's talk about it. Let's see the standard that they set for this show now. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. A little bit more respect on their names. So, if AEW continues to produce that they've been producing with Wembley, do you think that could be the next up in WrestleMania? I mean, I already consider this like all in as their version of WrestleMania. As no, their biggest show no, of the year. no, what, no, what, no. What, what, what do, you, do you think it could top, could it top WrestleMania? Is yes, the biggest show, the biggest wrestling show of the year. Yes. Okay. Ooh, I believe I they believe can, bro. Take a, is, is it possible? Yes. Can they do it right away? I'd say no. It'll take some right time. away. No. But I think they can do it eventually. Right away, no. Especially when you got two nights and you got and you got like S tier superstars like Cody, Seth, and 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 and, and with the best storyline and God knows how long with the bloodline, mm-hmm. and then you got the social media fucking freak Logan Paul to put asses in seats, and I was not meant to rhyme, but I'm just that nice. And then you got John Cena, holy fuck! And then you going against potentially The Rock next year? Like, no, bro, you got way too much crazy star power. But yeah, that's the that's and that's where AEW can't match WWE. They don't have the mainstream appeal. They, they, don't, have the mainstream, they don't have the mainstream draws that WWE does, and that that's sure wrestling. Okay, AEW that's exactly. And they're there, and and even exceeds it sometimes. Mm-hmm. In terms of like star power, in terms of like like draw, who can get you into the who can get you into the building? Right, be, it outclasses AEW in that regard. Absolutely, the women's division they outclass them in in, in that regard. Right. So yeah, I, as far as pure wrestling, I think AEW can match because when you got respectfully, and you know, I love her, when you got people like Ronda Rousey. Or depending on the matchup with Brock Lesnar and how he feel, and if he's taking a pay cut, and if he's really feeling like, you know what, maybe I should wear a ponytail. You know how I want to wear a ponytail. Or depending on motherfucking the Miz's tan. Like, it depends on the politics and shit. All right. Then maybe AEW can go match for match. And it's like, yo, they they exceeded them. But when you got star power... And you don't know if Brock Lesnar gonna wear his ponytail or not, or Ryan around and give a fuck or not. The answer is already in the seats. Mm-hmm. I'm already here for it. John Cena is only here just to promote a fucking Nickelodeon TV show for one goddamn night. But you know what? You're getting an extra fucking 20, 30, 40,000 people in, 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 in the seats, though. You get what I'm saying? So. Yes, you're getting, man. Merch, you're getting, a, you're getting oh, a, man. a few hundred it's, thousand because it's so much. 
Did you see us pulling up? Oh, we gotta see. We gotta see John live. He's pulling up here. Oh yeah, we gotta see that. Like that, that's the type of thing that they got those kind of names that can get you into the building. And, and and look and look and low key, right? I don't know if the writers feel this way because I just feel like niggas like us who actually care about the product, not everyone, but people that care about the product and think logical, we look at shit differently than them. Because Roman Reigns is the new John Cena. As far he, as he picked, wanting he him to... up that ball, yeah. Exactly. Uh, Floyd Mayweather. As much as entertaining and the bloodline is captivating and all that, niggas, well, all right, I'm done now. I'm ready, for, I'm ready for him to lose. So niggas are paying for him to lose. Along and, and then you got the other half where everyone is standing up for the one. That's nothing I was telling you about that goddamn Roman Reigns entrance, bro. Holy mother of God. Everyone stands up and throw the ones up, bro. When he yo, when you talk about knowledge soon, when you talk about when, when, when the fucking judge comes into the courtroom, everybody stand all up. Right. All right, the kids. Like, I'm trying to tell you, bro, like it's like that. So regardless of how you feel about him. You're still paying for him to lose. He still has a crazy storyline. Like, that's the next John Cena, Floyd Mayweather. He's full fucking Floyd Mayweather, bro. You're paying for him to lose. Like, so yeah. Roman get hit in the face and then get pinned and, 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 and lose the title and, and, and then go do whatever he's going to do. Yep. That's... So, and, and so yeah. Suspense, and he builds up the suspense every single time. When it's every like, time, bro. 2.9. When it feels like, oh, he's actually gonna lose. He's gonna lose. Yeah. Oh, he kicks. He puts the shoulder up. He kicks out. Like, oh. And, and then shout out to his opponents because their opponents is who is who. Excuse me, is what makes it believable. Like yeah. a Seth Rollins, like a Jay Uso. It's like this motherfucker about to lose. He, even listen, I ain't gonna cut. Like I even thought Logan Paul had a chance at one point. I know he. I know he wasn't going to lose. I mean, I know he wasn't going to win, but the way that it was believable, like, this nigga yeah, really might... They're going to make Logan Paul this off? So, yeah, like, it's like his opponents has a lot to do with that as well. So, anyway, I'm not to get sidetracked before we didn't get to match one yet. I'm just saying mainstream power, you're right. They don't have that just yet. But from a pure wrestling fan... I think AEW AEW can 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 match that, but uh, but again WWE they got fucking two nights, so it's like holy fuck. Mm-hmm. But even but even just being in the same conversation with them is something. The only motherfuckers that can do that is uh, uh I, I know the name, bro. What's the join in New Japan? Well, the uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Yes, Wrestle, yeah. Wrestle yeah, Kingdom. Show, yeah. Is the only one and uh uh the triple the the the, the, the triple A drone, bro. Yeah. The one, yeah. That those those are the only ones that that's close to like like who can talk, who can have a conversation with them. But that's but AEW. It's a no. It's a whole other bracket. Like they exceeded all of that. Like no, we can actually say what's better, AEW when uh, uh what's which um UK arena was better? Which mm-hmm. uh which which other WrestleManias was better? Like mm-hmm. they're part of that conversation, and even if they're not going to win, they're part of that shit, and that's what makes them dangerous, bro. Give them a few more years. 
I'm not saying this, they're still going to have that mainstream star power. We don't know that, but they're dangerous, bro. And they put on a hell yeah. of a show. A hell of a fucking show, really, man. Really good show. And I think it's time we talk about what, what happened during the show. Let's talk about it, bro. All right. First up, it was better than you, baby. Adam Cole and MJF versus Aussie Open for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships. Oh, my God. It, it, who cares about the Ring of Honor championship, bro? AEW put that shit on another level, Mike. Yes, it was zero hour. Yes, it was free. But so what? You put the... Bro, they could have easily made that shit opening opening act. The first match on the main jump. But they didn't, bro. So you know how many YouTube fucking subscribers they got? Yeah. Just from that alone? Bro, they're smart, bro. Yeah, it was. It, it, it was a really good opener to get everybody to say, okay, mm-hmm. we don't want to see this because of the story that Cole and the story on the last two months. Exactly. Can they can this makeshift tag team actually become a tag team championship squad? Like all that all that stuff that was building up to it, and then you see what happens afterwards with, with Cole and MJF. Uh, the stare down you knew was coming. And the match played out pretty well. Aussie Open's a very, a very productive, solid team. But ultimately, MJF and, and Adam Cole literally called their shot, telling you they were going to beat you with the double clothesline. You have 80,000 people yelling, double clothesline! Or kangaroo kick. Or kangaroo kick, which MJF did hit. Yeah, and amazing. Wow, chef kids. Yeah, really. It, they actually did it, and they, and they went with the double clothesline. More on that later on, as we get to the main event. But MJF and Cole, one of them is guaranteed to walk out as a double champion. We'll get to that and who later. But a good, but a good match nonetheless. What did uh, you think of it? Uh, it was a story, bro. And uh, like for people who don't give a fuck, like I, I'm not repeating myself. I'm just adding on to it. People don't care about the ring of about ring of honor. They care about that bitch now. If you cared about AEW and you cared about Wembley, you care about Ring of Honor now. Mm-hmm. I'm saying right now, like I was a I was always a casual fan of TNA and Ring of Honor, but big reviews of Ring of Honor, like 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 death death before dishonor. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Another bar, another rhyme. I gotta start rapping. Um, <laughs> but like, like shit like that, man. It's like I'm, 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 I'm here. I'm all for. It. I gotta look at that shit. And so, I guess what I'm trying to say is, they bought so many more eyes and ears to Ringo Honor that was not there before, bro. And they didn't have to do that if they didn't want to. They could have easily put that tag team match as the beginning of the main pay-per-view, but they didn't. They put it at zero hour. They made it free. They made all the niggas that don't that don't know about Ring of Honor. This is Ring of Honor. And now they gotta defend that title on Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. That is so smart, bro. And 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 and, and if you're a fan of of of, of AW, WWE, and uh, Ring of Honor. MJF don't want to wrestle. He's lazy as fuck. He does not want to wrestle. But now you're tuning in to Ring of Honor because MJF is the champ. 
We already fucked with Adam Cole, so we're going to tune into him. But to see MJF and Adam Cole as champions, we're tuning in. That's like when Chris Jericho was, that's how he became the Ultra. Like, you know how many sales uh, and, and viewerships that was that I was looking at Ring of Honor? Like, like he, he legit broke, broke records. He was box office when he was wearing around the ship. You hear what I'm saying, Mike? That's the word right there. That, that's the word right there. Box office. You have box office draws with all of your ring around the champions right now. Joe, who I, I've always loved Samoa Joe, the television, Facts. the king of television. Obviously, Athena when holding it down with the women's title. She's been mm-hmm. she's been holding it down. Claudio with the world title has been holding it down. Like, yep, yep. like it's. They got they got box office champions that make you want to watch and make you want to tune in and see mm-hmm. what's going on. And obviously MJF and Cole is the hottest story AEW's got rolling right now. Now you got it going on for both for both shows. And it, it's it now it's a matter of what they're gonna do next. How long are they gonna hold the titles? Will one guy turn on the other? Like that's a, like how how does that happen? Like what, what happens next? So Viewership is stamped. Mm-hmm. Viewership is stamped regardless of what happens. That's like that's like casuals, even like myself, when the New Day was uh, champions, uh, NXT champions, and it was like I'm watching. Look, I, I, I fuck with NXT. I'm a, I'm, I respect them. I'm really that locked in because of them. Yeah, you were you were, were rocking with NXT like that. Yeah, man. And then they so, win the titles. It's like, oh, I gotta see what that, what New Day's gonna do next. Yeah, and then Booker T shitting on them, and then I'm finding out people like uh, Mandy Rose. Well, I already knew about Mandy Rose, but I'm looking more into her and 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 your guy. Who's your guy, bro? Uh, Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo Hayes, Brian Baker, and I'm looking at uh, and my my other my my other man's Apollo. Apollo. I was like, so I'm I'm more I'm locked in now. Like, oh shit! Like, I was already thinking about Paul. What happened? Okay, I see what happened, and I wanted him to beat Brian Breaker. So I'm locked in, all because of the new. This is what I'm trying to say. All because of that one motherfucking faction, two people, and that's the same thing AEW got right now. Adam Cole, MJF, niggas is locked in. So, oh, but as far as the match goes, it was entertaining as hell. It did exactly. Because because now I'm legit answering your question. It it did exactly what I what I thought it was going to do. Entertain us, in the fucking entertain us. I was proud of that. Yeah, yeah. They're good matches to set the scene for the evening. Yeah, good way. Like, like, it, it, it wasn't it wasn't just entertain like it was shitty. No, it was entertaining, and the storyline to see if they was going to capture the championship that was there. And when they captured a championship, I was like, "Holy fuck, bro!" Like, like they're like, going all in with this, bro. I had I had my hands on my head. Like, if you look at that, if, if, if I don't know if you remember or not, I had my hands on my head. Like when Charlemagne and God put his hands on his head when 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 when, when Soldier Boy said that he wrote for Drake and he said yeah. the song because <laughs> yeah, yeah. he did a phone. Like, he was like, "Yo, that was you." Like, yeah, that was me. <laughs> Word bar for bar. <laughs> iconic sound bite by Soldier Boy. Right. Uh, but yeah. Right. This, this, this was a good match. They really, yeah, Drake. Yeah. Like, they, <laughs> go, you're going all, they went all in. They're going to go all in with Cole and MJF. And the, the turn, whoever turns on the other, 
It's gonna be oh, that's gonna be an event when it actually happens. They want to fuck our heads up, bro. Yeah, it's gonna be an event, and they keep doing it every time. Yeah. MJF, MJF with the brass knuckles, or I don't call with the belt or with the champions are like they oh, keep. We'll get, oh, we'll get into it. We get to the main all right. Event. My bad, my bad, my bad. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Yeah, because that was the that was that was a story all in itself. But we'll get mm-hmm. to that when we get to the end of this. Okay. Uh, after this, because we, we got plenty more on Cole and MJF, obviously, we get to the, the, the world title match. Is uh, child to your roster, uh, too, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Hook and Jack Perry, FTW rules match for the title. Hook finally gets his revenge, and I did enjoy the entrance by Jack Perry. I enjoyed Thank the you. Game. Give my nigga his props, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna give him his flowers. I'm gonna give him his flowers. I enjoyed the limo entrance. I thought it was super dope. JB, JBL vibes to gave me. Yep, and put himself over as a star. You know, like made, made him like it made himself feel like a star. Like okay, I, I'm pulling up in London. Like I got to get first class treatment. I dig it. And then Hook showed up, and things got hectic and crazy quickly. And they they, they suplex onto the onto the limo on the, the the hood of the car. Like it, it was it, chaos from start to finish. FTW rules basically means that the rules don't exist except for pinfallers commission, pretty much. That's pretty much FTW rules for for those who may not know. And but what does FTW stand for? F the world. What does F mean? <laughs> I think you know what it means. You said it like four times in this pod. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but yes, the, the point. Phil Mike, oh shit! I fuck <laughs> With, with with this was they did it really. I thought it was a good a really good way for Hook to get the title back, and I thought it was a really right, good right. way for uh, Jungle Boy to still look like a pretty productive heel. And ultimately, Hook reclaims the family name, if you will, by bringing the title back to the family and becoming a two time FTW champion. I kind of hope that Hook they they retire the belt and then Hook goes after an actual championship. Well, we'll see what they do with this. Uh, what do you think of the match? Oh man, the interest, man! It, it, like I said, JB, JBL vibes, man. Like I, I, I like, I like what they did with that. But let me, let me, let me say something that you actually skipped over, which was funny as hell when the goddamn okay. driver ran when yeah. Hook pulled up. <laughs> he ran and and and. They all talked about that shit. Oh, he's out of here, bro. Like, like that shit was like a scene off a movie with like a fucking video game. I don't want no parts of this shit. Nope. So that was funny as hell. And come on now, let's come on, bro. What about what about what about when when uh? Bro, I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna say this, bro. I wanted to drop Jack Perry from my squad. Mm-hmm. Because of, I just feel like I just feel like there's other and and I'm and I'm gonna drop these spoilers because I, I'm next up to having the first round of the first pick. God, first you, you went first last. You went first last month. I was. Yeah, you went first last month. All right, well, fuck that. Then I'm not gonna speak on it. Then I'm, I'm gonna sit there and say there's a couple other people who are making noise. And making louder noise than Jack Perry right now. Okay. And so I was going to drop. I wanted to drop him respectfully. But there's... But what he said, this bar right here, bro, 
He said, you hear that? That's real glass. Cry me a river. I was like, oh my God, I'm keeping him. I'm fucking keeping him, bro. Why is he being so petty? Oh my gosh, bro. Hey, we'll, get, get to, uh, we'll get to that when we get to the okay. next match, too. All right, all right, that's cool. I, I, I was going to bring it up. I'll let you bring that up. I'll let you bring that up. So yeah, it's a smooth, it's a smooth segue. So, so right. yeah, like uh, so we are go, we are gonna talk about that in, in the next few moments because of the drama that happened right after the CM Punk Samoa Joe match for CM Punk's so-called real world championship. And oh, but wait, 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 wait. So hold on, because I, I wanted to just to finish off that RVD splash on the limousine to hook was fucking immaculate. Fucking really immaculate, bro. I love Jack Perry for that shit, bro. Like this hill, Jack Perry. I don't know if he's getting comfortable, but he's he's. I'm digging it, and even with the even with that even with that trolling shit, which, which you gonna get into, but I, the match overall, I fuck with it. Um, I feel like it served its purpose. Um. I don't have much to say about it other than the storyline. And from what, yeah, other than the storyline, I don't have much to say about it, but there's two young studs going at it. And, I, and I'm not trying to sound like a, a gay porn category, but, you know, you know, they're two. All right, go ahead, bro. Go ahead, bro. It, it, it was a good match, and obviously we're going to get into yes. the drama that happened after uh, the next match we're about to talk about. CM Punk. Samoa Joe for Punk's World it's World the title. It's one of And we got, we got to see what was, this was a very good, I thought this was a very good match, bro, from start to finish, honestly. And I will, I, I'll stand on this. We got to see the greatest running gag in the history of wrestling continue as Punk tried to do a dive to the outside from the top rope and Joe casually walks away. It is the continuation of the greatest running gag in the history of wrestling. It will Bro. never not be funny. Like Samoa Joe with that shit. Bro, bro, bro. Look, look, look. Oh, I'm sorry. Did, did, did you see the match where he did it with Commander? Yeah. Where, where, I mean, no, 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 no. No, no, not Commander. Gravity. Yes. Gravity, yes. Gravity. Fucking petty, bro. Why did he block him? Oh, my God. <laughs> gravity. So what he's referring to, gravity does the spot. Joe Joe walks away thinking, oh, whatever. All right, yeah, I got him again. But gravity actually lands on his feet. And then Joe, like, Joe turns around, which is hilarious. Joe then turns around and, and then tries to take his head off and then probably puts him to sleep with a coquita clutch. <laughs> but it, it was, that was absolutely, that sequence of events was absolutely hilarious. Yes. Yeah, it was absolutely funny. But what wasn't funny was uh, what happened to Punk right after uh, the running, the legendary running gag that Joe did, and uh, Joe then basically baseball swung him into the announce desk, and what caused Punk to bleed. But all in all, it was still a very good match. And in the end, instead of um, it looked like it was going to be a muscle buster from Joe to Punk, it was the Pepsi Plunge, which for those who may not know, it's basically a pedigree from the top rope. From right. Punk to Joe, and Punk got the pin off the Pepsi Plunge instead of hitting the GTS. But that's not where this story ends. It, it, it may be put on pause or over with Joe, 
There's some more drama that happened right after with Jack Perry. Talk to us. Talk to us, bro. Go ahead. We already here. You mentioned the glass part. You mentioned the, the glass. Where how the glass is real. You hear that? That's real glass. Probably a glass. river. Probably a river. Ooh. And CM Punk wasn't having it. And he basically stepped to Jack Perry right after. He was like, yo, you got something to say to me? Let's go. What's up with you? What's happening then? So... He called Jack talking out of turn in Punk's eyes. So they came to blows pretty much in the back. And it got heated real quick. And then, ironically, it was Joe that separated the two. Ironically, right? So, like, that, that's the wild part about all of this. And then, as a grand finale, this is why you didn't see CM Punk or Jack Perry at all on Dynamite. And you won't see them on Rampage or Collision or all out coming up because oh, they were both shit. they were both suspended. So what do you know? Yes, Hulk yes, again. Hulk yet again can't stay out of trouble. And for the second time in the span of a year, Punk gets himself suspended because he picks fights with people in the locker room. So it, I mean, it is but but on this particular fight like, are the first time with WWE the second time with AEW, it's like, all right, bro. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you was doing too much, bro. But the third time, Jack Perry, I, I think Punk was it. Punk was not wrong, like, because from what I know, it felt like Perry called him out. It, it, it felt like it, it like Perry called him out, and Punk took the cheese. Like, like, like Punk just let that ride, but it just wasn't in CM Punk. Like Punk's too confrontational to let that ride. Jack wanted Jack Perry wanted to use you wanted to use real glass. Punk was like, "No, nah, chill, bro. We shouldn't be using that." And it was a big thing. And but for some way, somehow, Jack Perry was able to use real glass, and then he called his ass out, or like as you just said. And then that's when Punk said, "Jack Perry, yo, what's up with you?" Because Jack Perry wanted to use real glass on that spot. And Punk did not want to do it, but some way, somehow, Jack Perry was able to use real glass. Mm-hmm. Oh, but as a fan, holy fuck, I love that. He, yo, he looked directly into the mic. It, it, well, because you know, there's a camera, there's a microphone as well, right, to be able right, to hear right. it. Right. You, you said, for the third time, I'm, I'm going to repeat myself. You hear that? That's real glass. Cry mm-hmm. me a river. Oh my god, if that's not a hill, bro. If that's not a hill, I don't know what it is. That's but he crazy. made it that's personal. Yeah, he did. He absolutely made this personal. Oh, I'm like, no, nigga, I'm keeping you, man. I'm keeping you. I might. Because there, there's somebody else. Look, you got look, are you I'm not I'm not trusting your ass because you won't you you will no matter of fact. Either way you see it, it don't matter who you pick up. There's going to be someone that's that's fucking just as hot as as as, as who I want. So, but who I really want, I feel like I can I can go right with this person, that person, or this whole squad of a person, and I would be happy. But on a personal, on a fan note, I want this specific person. So I'm saying that to say I was going to drop Jack Perry up until that right there. Oh, that was amazing, bro. He called him the fuck out, bro. That was amazing. 
I I kind of hope if they're if they're willing to like if they're able to work together and they can have some drama, they got some, some real entertaining segments and matches. If they, mm-hmm. they want to go that route, that that could actually be something very entertaining. And then that and then that also sh- and then that all uh, also shows like the more hillside to Jack Perry. Yeah, it does. So for people that's like, so f- for y'all who don't know, like casuals. What the fuck is he talking about? Yeah, we all know wrestling is scripted. Oh, shit. Oh, he's right. That is real glass because he got fucked up with that one. But no, he wasn't talking about that. He was talking about saying personal. That was amazing. I, I, I love that from Jack Perry, bro. I love that. But go ahead, go ahead, bro. Looking forward to seeing where that goes. Oh, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, Bonk one, Samoa Joe loses. Before we even go on, and, and and before you even talk about how you feel about the match, I want to know this. I want to know who did you think was going to win, and how do you feel about Punk winning over Samoa Joe based off the, the 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 year that they had, the story that they had, even when the story, even when it came to the Owen Hart Championship. Like, who the fuck do you think that was going to win with that one, Mike? It, it felt like this I felt like flipping the coin. I thought it did feel like Punk was going to win, and then yeah. all roads are going to lead back to Chicago, and eventually some closure with Ricky starts. Some, <laughs> sort of, some sort of closure to get to Ricky and kind of put a nice bow on what's been going on with the storyline with Ricky and the belt and obviously Steamboat, that kind okay. of thing. I, I thought that's where we were going with this. Well, okay. that it was going to be something to go on in Chicago and really tie it together. But it's probably not going to go down because of, of the drama the punk got himself into. So I thought that's where we were going. So obviously they got to pivot and find out something else for uh, All Out when it comes to Ricky Starks. But I really did think that was the plan. I thought, I thought that was going to be the play. So let me ask you, did you, did, did you think about Ricky Starks doing the whole pay-per-view or doing that match at all? Like at all, beginning afterwards. I thought he could have. Yeah, I thought it, if it was up for like Punk could actually lose. Yeah, I thought it was possible that Ricky could have interfered. Like, no, like, no, no. Like, oh, okay, okay. Because for me personally, bro, and I know you. No, wait. Okay, no, I, I didn't go last. I know. I, I know. I know you just picked them up, but on your roster. But I ain't think about Ricky Stars, bro. That was fucked up for me personally. Like. I forgot all about Ricky Starks up until now. Like I know who I know who he is, and I know he's and 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 um potentially can make a crazy hill run right now, but I forgot about him. The story for me was Punk and Joe, and if okay. Punk loses, he loses. If he wins, he wins. But it's like Ricky Starks never came to mind. Mm. That's wild to me. Maybe because Ricky Starks was never mentioned on the show. I mean, possibly, yeah. But but come on, look at all the come on, bro. Powerhouse Hobbs and Merrill was on the pre-show. Come on now, bro. Yeah, they, yeah, they were, and they're setting up their match um, at All Out. Yes. And 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 to be honest, they could have had that as a filling if they wanted to, and it would have still yeah. hit. 
it would have still fucking hit the, the the rain that powerhouse Hobbs is on right now, and you just and you picking a fight with Meryl? You don't pick a fucking fight with Meryl. It's like it's gonna be two meaty men <laughs> slapping me. <laughs> you want you want to find some classic? Bump that. Not me. Nope. I want to see two. I want to see two many men bumping me. That's what I want to see. I want to see no big muscles. I don't want to see no hurricanes. A little fuck about no moon salts. I want to see body slams. It goes live. <laughs> I fucking hate you, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate you. And then, one, and then one more time for the top. Biggie and the knee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love Biggie. It was your five star classics. Bump that happy Oh, fucking love you, Mike, bro. That will never, never not be funny. Bro, is everyone in tears, bro? Like, yes, I listened to the best of New Day Pod, and when they brought that one up, bro, that one right there changed everything for the New Day Pod. And it was all like, that's just no being themselves. Organic. Right. <laughs> Completely organic, like like we didn't like they didn't plan this. Like no, <laughs> Woods and Mega Rand did not plan that. They didn't plan that. And they and they knew that Biggie was going to be trolling by the way he was going to how the way he was going to present it. But he but yeah. dude, don't give a shit. They do what they want to do. Kofi wears pigtails. Like you feel me? Like. Like he, he do what your five star classics bump that. <laughs> oh man, bro, I got a headache right now, bro. But that, but that's what it's gonna be though. Like if if Powerhouse Hops and Miro was a fill in for the main show, it still would have worked, bro. Yep. Oh man. I can't wait to see two big meaty men slapping me. Thank you, Biggie, for giving us that gold because for, for blessing us all with, with, with that kind of knowledge. That was uh, that was legendary. Thank thank you so much, Biggie, for blessing us with that kind of content. That was that was amazing. Uh okay. Now 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 to, to get to the next match. Which uh BCG Bullet Club Gold of Jay White, Juice Robinson, and Kanosuke Takeshka versus the guns uh with with the guns at ringside versus the Golden Elite, which is Kenny Omega, Hangman, and Adam Page, and what was a really good six man tag. I I really enjoyed the pure wrestling that this was between all, all six guys. And there wasn't too much interference. Like the guns kind of got in where they fit in, but they didn't really draw away from the match. To me, genuinely enjoyed this match from start to finish. I enjoyed the action and the pacing and all and all the energy that that brought that was brought to it. So I really liked it. I think it was a great setup to have uh, Kenny take the pin, 
uh, from Kenosuke. Kenosuke got got a clean pin on Kenny Omega to really set up what's going down and all out when those two are going to go one on one. But I, I thought this was a really good way to set up that one on one match that is a uh, cold that Kenny's been probably waiting to get for months now. I don't have much of a rebuttal other other than I actually agree with everything that you're saying. Like, because listen. Kenny is the best wrestler in the world. Like, I feel like Kenny is is one, and everyone else is one A. And I mean everyone else, even in the big names like Roman and Seth Rollins. Here wrestling, everything, like, everyone, like, holy, like, even my boo, Sasha, holy fuck, that's Kenny Omega. Like, that bitch got stars so like... Bitch, don't be looking at no other nigga like that. I'm looking. Never mind. Let me not get toxic. I want. I want to tell you about me and Monet. Uh, Mercedes Monet relationship. Let me not get mad. But bitch, don't you look at another nigga like that again. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously. But seriously though, like <laughs> Kenny Omega was. But he was. He was uh, voted best wrestler in the world. What year was that? It felt like you could have had it for like two or three years. Yeah, yeah. I think it was eighteen when he won it. I think it was eighteen. Yo, it was, it was, it was. But he, it was. Yeah, exactly. That's what it was. That's and that was before AW. That's how I know that. But Kenny Mack was like LeBron. Like LeBron could have MVP multiple years. Kenny Omega, he had you know I mean? Anyway, the point that I'm making is I like and for any of you like casuals, bro, it's like this thing that gets me like, oh he lost. Okay, but he's putting over somebody. This is the shit that's making him making his opponent look strong. You know what strong is? I'm not here to give you wrestling's uh, 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 wrestling for dummies, like you just got like it's bigger than just a win loss. It's about the right. match. It's about the psychology. It's about the storyline. All things plays a factor, and Kenny didn't have to do that, but he did it, and he did it for a huge reason. And that's and 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 I feel the same exact way to Chris Jericho and Austin, but we won't get into that. But yeah, I agree with everything that you just said, bro. And, and I ain't gonna lie. Yang Boo's a good looking guy, bro. I ain't gonna lie, bro. He's a good looking dude, bro. Like he don't look like he don't look like just some regular Chinese boy. Let me let me get four wings, fried rice, mm-hmm. pepper ketchup. No, he actually look like he like a fucking like, like the nigga. Oh, here you go, here you go. What's the other Chinese Asian or Asian? I'm sorry, I'm not trying to sound race. Uh, I don't know if he's Chinese or Asian. I think the Asian got the, the nigga that's on Marvel. Come what, on, bro. Um, ah, what, 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 what was he? Yeah, I forgot. What? What is he? I, I know what you talk. I know what you're talking about too. Oh, yeah, I, I know what. You, but, I know what you're talking about. But I can't think of the yeah, but, but his, his name. His name, like. Right. But yeah, he. But he's. Well, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna find it out. He's on there, and it's like the way that I look at him. I look at I look I look at um well what you call it, the same way it's like okay he's a fucking star bro he's a star and any real wrestling fans will notice and 
all like, but I ain't gonna lie though, and I'm not gonna get super sound, uh, uh, off track. The way that I also look at him is the way that I look at Shinsuke, bro. Because Shinsuke could be so bigger than what he is, bro. The, 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 these <laughs> video promos they're doing with Shinsuke are, have been amazing. Yeah. They, they, they've been really, really good over the last few weeks. Wait, who? The video promos that they're doing with Shinsuke. Uh, again, but, but, uh, who, who are you talking about, though? Oh, Seth Rollins, he's coming after Seth Exactly. What do you know? Seth Rollins is always around great storylines or great matches. Either way you see him. He definitely is. But um, but yeah, the that. but the guy but the guy named I, I was like like Simu Simon you leave or something like that. He, he, he's he he he's uh a Chinese uh an Asian um guy that's in Marvel, like Simi Simi Lee or Simi Lu. Excuse me if I'm butchering your name, bro. But again, that's how I feel about him, bro. Like, yo, like he can be that nigga. He can be that top guy. I really feel that way. And I'm pretty sure a lot of motherfuckers feel that way. The way he looks, it's like you're just not no regular agent nigga. Like, no, you look like you bout that shit. Nigga, you could be on the season two of fucking uh uh squid games. Like like he could be everywhere. Yeah, he really is a good looking guy, bro. And he he okay, really you're talking about the dude who, who portrayed Shang Shang Chi. And, yeah. Uh, and, okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Simu Lu. Yeah. Name. Him, bro. Him. 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 Like that's the way that I see. That's the way that I see my guy, man. Like, like he because he Simu Lu Simu Lee. Like he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't portrayed to be that guy, but once he got to Marvel, it's like he just blew the fuck up. Mm. So that same way about Kenny playing over, um, That's good. yeah, I know his name, bro. I'm still emotional from Gray, and I'm not making excuses. I'm not making this. I'm still him, bro. I'm anyway. No, anyway, understandable. Um, um. So yeah. So and and I'm not trying to go be long winded, but I'm looking at it as like. Bro, he looks like he could be the next thing. But the next Asian person that we thought was the next thing was Shinsuke. And look where he's at. He's doing his thing, but he's not where we all know where he can be at. He's not on the stage that we all think he should have been at. Mm-hmm. Exactly, bro. That's what I'm like saying. In 2018, with that. he was on another level in 2018, even with the heel run, which was really good. But yep. he never got the he never got the ultimate flowers of being a world champion in WWE. Absolutely. We'll, yep. we'll, we'll see what happens going forward with Shin. But yeah, I, I get it. Like he's he never got those ultimate flowers. Um, but shout out to Kenny Omega. Actually, get it. But yes, yeah, so, but Kenny and Takashi should have a really good match coming yeah. up at All Out. No, no question. Uh, next up would probably be the best match of the evening: FTR versus the Bucks, round three for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. <laughs> I did love the musical tributes too, like the, the musical. Like tributes of of European rock stars. European oh man! Like, like sprinkled throughout the show, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, all the stuff with Queen and all, like, yeah, I, I thought that was a really cool touch. I'm not gonna get a little bit more flavor. I'm not gonna get sidetracked because I already got sidetracked enough. So, but yeah, you're right about that one. Oh man, well, I, I'll speak more about that. But um, 
Young Bucks, man, they always have them. Before we, before you speak your your joint on the match, I'm gonna speak on the entrance because that's what we're talking about. Me, like they they always got dope ass entrances, man. They always got dope ass gear, uh, music, bro. It's always they they're always on point, bro. They're fun to watch, bro. They yes, just like I got Seth Rollins. Like they know when it comes to the, the big match feel. They're going to put on something different. If it's gear, if it's something, they're going to do something different, bro. And that's how, that's what the young bucks give me, bro. I, I, I they never disappoint me when it was hills, when it was a face, when it comes to the entrance, when it comes even when it comes to the Jays. Like they're, they're showing them fifteen hundred dollar Jays that they got. Oh, you just Jays? No, like like when you end when you like come on when you grow when we grow up and you see them Jays. And mm-hmm. like, and then they were just was clean as like cocaine clean. It's like they, they, they were clean, yeah, they were. And then and then they give you nice ass matches on top. They don't they don't take no days off. Like yeah, we we can we can tell you young buck matches that's like better, but they don't take no days off, man. And it's like, oh man. So yes, that the, the interest that they had to lead into their regular job, bro. Like oh, that's mm-hmm. crazy. It, it was ahead, it was dope. It, it was yeah. dope, but I thought it was a really nice touch to build the build up the drama for this match, and then the match itself, and mm-hmm. it's really dope. And then we get towards like closer to the end, and all of a sudden they're doing each other's moves. Like you're seeing this like pile driver from the bucks and the shadow machine. You're seeing like the, the, the BTE, the, the, the BTE trigger. You're seeing the like. Cash did a four fifty, a springboard four fifty. I was just about to say that. Yeah, he did what? a four fifty. He did a springboard four fifty. Everybody was like, but, "Whoa!" Okay. But 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 that was him spinning the block from the first time that he lost the match. They lost the match with, with the young bucks. Great callbacks. There were some really good callbacks mm-hmm. in this match. That was a that was a very good one. There was great callbacks and great great ways to, to put the drama up. And somehow FTR survived, but it was a really good match from start to finish. Absolutely. And my FTR is fucking your roster up with that, bro. You got arguably. I, I, mean, I do have the Bucks, so, I, so it's, not, it's, not a, like, it's not like they didn't put up the end of the bargain either. Yeah, but it's not. But, but who, other than. Come on, bro. FTR has arguably the best tag team and match of the year overall. Before they, the Bucks, they have, been the, they have been the tag team in the last year and a half. Like, like they, they, have really, they have been the best tag team, no matter the company, the last year and a half. I would say, no, so, no question in that. So even if the Young Bucks is part of arguably the best tag team match of the year, which they are, uh, Young of uh, FCR have have multiple zones in the last year and a half. Young Bucks does not have. But for me personally, they do. For me, but like, oh my god, like, like the motherfucking um, uh, that series with uh, with Death Triangle, like the, the oh, oh yeah. See, see, remember we had that conversation. Yeah, see, 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 my match and your match was different. My match was a ladder match. Your okay. match was the your match was the uh it, it was the uh uh false uh, anywhere. You feel me? Like yeah, like right, but those niggas is nasty. But but that's where you got Jay Briscoe, well the Briscoes, FTR, the dog collar match. 
And then now you got the Young Bucks who this year, like, like also funny shit. Like, like also like one. No, you forgot one. The, the match, the two out of three falls with uh, with the with the with the um, Bully Club. Yeah. Yeah, that was this year. No, that, no, 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 I ain't forget that. No, that that was arguably the match of the year. That's what I was talking yeah, about. Yeah. Like, like you skipped over it. Like you didn't. Like you didn't even mention it. Is what I'm saying. No, it's it's probably because this is Dave the drunken stepdad, along with mixed along with I'm I'm fucking fucked up from Bray Wyatt. No, when when, when I when I said the ma- arguably match of the year, that's what I was talking about. I know you may not understand because you sober as a judge right now. You feel me? So <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's what I was. So the point of the but the point that I was saying to you is FTR have I said FTR have multiple. Contenders of match of the years, Young Bucks, they got some shit, but FTR man, it's Bullet Club and it's FTR right now. The year before that, it was the Briscoes. Mm-hmm. Young Bucks, they they nasty with it, but they're not. No people are not saying they they have a match of the year like FTR is on. Is FTR is having? Can't say that this year now. They are not the FTR has been the team of the year. They they they're gonna probably go back to back in terms of being the team of the year in wrestling. But but because I like I like them both. Young Bucks, they're on a mission to get, get to get the tag titles. So what that means is they're gonna have crazy matches, bro. And yes, they're part of yeah, they're part of the EVPs and all that. So, because we know it, because you and you and me both know it's not about overall the the wins and losses. It's about your performances. You feel what I'm saying? Like yeah. Seth Rollins doesn't need the the fucking championship to be that nigga. You feel what I'm saying? So, Young Bucks is still them niggas, bro. Like I love the Young Bucks, bro. I love the Young Bucks. So, um, I believe that. By the time we spin the block and we rally up everything, I've, I honestly believe Young Bucks might be in the same level. Well, they are in the same level, but they really might be eye to eye with FTR as far as match of the year because you know, that's what they said. They want to go back to winning the tag title, so they're going to they're going to they're going to put up some shit, bro. They're going to put up some classics, and they already started with FTR, bro. Yeah, this may just be getting started with FTR and the Bucks. And ironically, all four the all four members of uh, Bullet Club Gold, yeah, the, the Bang Bang Gang as they as they are, the Juice Robinson, Jay White, and the Guns, they're going to face the Bucks this weekend at All Out, which should be a pretty entertaining eight man tag. The Bucks My. and FTR, which should be a really good eight man tag. Bullet Club is <clears throat> Bullet Club Gold Gold has. Is already respected by the real fans, right? Mm-hmm. But let's keep it all the way tall, bro. FTR put them niggas on another level, bro. Yeah, they did. And now they're following up with the fucking Young Bucks and Bullet Bullet Club uh, Gold, bro. This is this, this ain't nothing but a big ass rub from Bullet Club Gold, bro. Like the the real fans know who you are, but you're really, but you're really elevated now, bro. Cause be honest, your casuals. Didn't really fuck with Bullet Club Gold like that, bro. At least not the bro. guns. No, no, at not at all. At least not the guns. Not like, at all, bro. Juice bro. Jay and Juice, yeah, hey, like, yeah, we, we was we was cool with yeah. them, but but the guns have really stepped their game up over the last. Exactly. Month. 
That and that's and that's where I'm going with that, bro. That's that's where I'm going. It's their storyline. Because listen, I'm looking at them like, like, like the Judgment Day to a to a degree. Like, like they're they're just growing and getting better every week. And then you got niggas like FTR to put them over. And now they're going against the Young Bucks. Like, are you fucking serious, bro? And they and, and and they're delivering as well. Like they're not must see, but when you see the match and when you see FTR, the match of the year, it's the Bullet Club, and potentially the Young Bucks might have the best match of the year with them. But it's all because of who they got their dancing partners. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah, they they they're dancing. All three combinations, all the combinations so far between these four teams have really balled out when it comes to right. tag team. That's all I'm trying to say, bro. Like, 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 the, like Bullet, nice. Bullet Club goal is actually something to look at, is what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And the Guns have the best, the Guns have arguably the best uh, interest in all of wrestling. Arguably. Yeah, I said yeah, arguably. Yeah. Especially when, when they came out with Mini Men, oh my gosh! Ooh, that to me was a turning point. That that to me was a turning point with the Bucks. Like that that entrance right there, I thought was a turning point when when they came out to Mini Men. And like the camera pans around them, and like they they doing they doing the the Austin's doing the water like the, the water stuff. But man, that that was on another level. That was on another level right there. Yeah. Speaking of, an, of another level, here comes another level of brutality. Stadium Stampede. This match was as wild as advertised, as chaotic as advertised. Yet again, we see another example of Eddie Kingston and Claudio Castagnoli. Whenever they see each other, it is generally on site. And, and they immediately fought all over the building. I, I really thought Eddie Kingston was going to throw him off a balcony or something. But it, it looked like it was going to get to that type of demon time. Like this match was wild in so many ways and so many places in the building, blood everywhere, and yeah, if you're gonna beat the BCC, you got to get real violent real quick. And ultimately, nice new van for Sue after that parking lot brawl, but uh, Sue. There's blood all over Sue's face, and like they they snatch the cookies, and, like use the cookie sheets as weapons, and it's it's chaos everywhere during this match. And that was that was a good callback for that in that part, but ultimately it ends with barbed wire everywhere and glass and like forks and like. It was absolutely insane, and it ends with Orange Cassidy with the orange punch, three of them, with a glass-covered right hand onto Claudio and getting the pin on the ROH World Champion. But this was a really entertaining and an absolutely nutty match. That was the that was the highlight for me. Okay, that orange punch to Claudio. That was the highlight for me, bro. Orange Cassidy, you're not looking at him to be part of this brutal, sadistic, fucked up ass match. You're not looking at even, I think even Taz said something along the lines of like, 
this not in his field. Somebody said something along those lines, but but what what Orange Cassidy has been doing, especially with that intercontinental, uh, intercontinental, it is the intercontinental title though. Low well, but, it's, it's a yeah, second best yeah. title on the right, right. But, but I'm sorry, yo, the international title is like what he's been doing with that, and then showing another another level of brutality, like. No, bro. Like Arch Cassidy did not shit the bed. He showed another side of him, and I believe what AEW have done with that, having Arch Cassidy hit him with the glass Superman punch, <laughs> and because of how 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 beast how beasty Claudio is, mm-hmm. and how Arch Cassidy is on fire right now, right right now. Excuse me. I feel like that was an amazing motherfucking uh, way to set it up to win it because they could have well, uh, you to lose that joint like they like they usually do, but right. no, yeah, they could have. But you know, you know what? I'm going to have the Intercontinental Champion beat the Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor Champion, well, and that's just what it's going to be, and it's believable. Nobody's mad about that. So yeah, and and what's great about this is this sets up the showdown that is gonna be Cassidy versus Mox at all out for Cassidy's international championship. And you got probably the two in terms of momentum, these are probably the two hottest men in AEW. Like not named them, obviously MJF, but other than MJF, these are the two hottest men in AEW in terms of momentum, and in terms of like what they've they have been on entirely different levels compared to a whole lot of dudes in AEW right now. Uh, quite honestly, you know what? I'm I'm respectfully I'm gonna cut you off. Beyonce had the Beyonce had a better album, right? Respectfully, Taylor Swift won it, but I'm gonna tell you this. <laughs> When, when, when we spin a block and we go down and we we going down our list, when we go when we go down our uh, our roster, mm-hmm. I'm getting Orange Cassidy and Samoan Joe, Samoa Joe. Those well, my I'm guys looking I'm looking at. at. I'm I'm looking into obviously. Well, I, I got obviously I got the first move of this, but yeah, I'm I'm, th- I'm thinking about it because those two dudes have been on. Those two dudes have been really good, and like, it's gonna, it would it would be really hard to, to pass on either of them, uh, but, depending but, on whatever move I make next. But but it's check this out, really hard. If you get Samoa Joe, right? I'm going to get Orange Cassidy. They've both been hot as fuck. I'm okay with that. And 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 you, and you got the LWO. That whole group. As a whole, throw you like fucking Darby Allen. Darby Allen with Swerve's rivalry, like their chemistry. All right, we go ahead, go ahead, Mike. It's so, it's so many. That's what I'm saying. There's so many dudes rolling right now. It, it's like the move. The next move I make is critical because it's gonna be. It's 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 a lot. I'm fucking you up right, right now, nigga. That's why it's critical. I'm fucking you up right now, nigga. I, I, I think I have an idea what my next move will be, but I will reveal said move. <laughs> When we do our next pod, uh, but but tell me, t- tell me your thoughts on 
the uh, stay on state P match. Like, did you think it was it was it was S tier? Did you think it was better than previous ones? Because me personally, I don't. Mm. I liked it, right? But it was the story again. It was the storyline. It was Eddie okay. Kingston coming back. Eddie Kingston with Claudio. Eddie Kingston, Moxie, I love you, but get the fuck out my face because I might kill you and your wife. <laughs> like it, it, it was um the what you call it uh, Santana Ortiz them making yes. it come back. It was the storyline. It was Orange Cassidy. It was Claudio like separately like oh like Orange Cassidy is hot as shit with the and um. With the title and caught it with the title was like, like I said, their unit could have lost, but they didn't. Like they made them both look nice and shit, bro. It's like, like the storyline was fucking up S tier, but the match overall, I could have done without it. I ain't gonna lie, okay. bro. Okay. And you know, I'm, I'm an A W fan. Would you would you taking um, what was it? BCC versus um. JS in the circle? Oh, was it JS or was it oh, in the circle? Yeah, no. no, it was in the circle. Okay, it was in the circle. And then the other one was uh was in the circle versus Pinnacle. Yep, I would take both of them. Okay. Storyline. Uh the first stampede match will always be, for me at least, number one, because okay. of the storyline. Um, it's a fucking stampede. What the fuck is a stampede match? You know what I'm saying? So the stampede match, and because, because, wait, wait, wh- wh- which one had um? Oh, it was the second one. The second one had Jake and uh and Warlow. That was the that was the second one, right? That was in a circle pinnacle, and yeah, I, that feels like that was the second one. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was. So yeah, the first one. Well, honestly, both of them was actually to me. Uh, as a as a better overall wrestling performance and a story. No, all right, okay. I'm sorry. Hold on, hold on. Let me slow down. Let me regroup. The first Stampede match to me was the best one storyline wise and um, in ring ability. That was my favorite one. But the storyline for this one was definitely on point. Chris Jericho, MJF, Wardlow, Jake Hager. That was the only thing. But this one right here, it was a whole storyline with, like I said, like I just said, Eddie Kingston, I ain't gonna repeat everything. That was the whole the whole storyline was like, and then and even with Eddie Kingston, with uh with like the week or two weeks before, when he's when he said what he was gonna do, Claudio, I'm gonna leave you. You're my sweetheart. You're gonna be yeah. last. Yep. He kissed the fucking camera like Roxy, <laughs> get out my way. Get out my way. You got a beautiful wife and a fan. Get out my way. Like he's telling John Moxie, I don't want to kill you, he's nigga, but I will if I have to. Right. Eddie Kingston is the drama like that. Eddie Kingston is saying, nigga, I don't want to kill you, but I will if I have to. Get out my fucking face, nigga. Like Storyline was definitely number two for this one, but I would take this match overall as third. Okay, in ter- and I've always I've thought about I've come to the realization about Eddie Kingston, like when it I've thought about this for the last week or so. If DMX were a wrestler, he's Eddie Kingston. Like it, 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 passion and emotion and energy. Absolutely, like you, 
you can feel that kind of like it's down to his soul that he right. feels the way he feels. Like like those like those scripts or storylines, whatever. It is what it is with Eddie. What you see is what you get with Eddie Kingston. Like he doesn't hide anything. It, it is it is there like, 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 with Eddie. Like, yeah, he that, doesn't hide. Why, why do you think Arch Hansen took the fucking mic from him? When yeah, he, I, I, remember? I, 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 yeah, right. Yeah, yeah I remember that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like that kind of that kind of passion. You can't you can't script that. You, you, you can't buy that, and you can't afford that. That 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 is that is Eddie Kingston, and like it, I just I think of DMX when I think of Eddie Kingston in that that kind of flow and that kind of vibe. Bro, I thought the same. Yo, with my kid's heartbeat, I thought the same thing, bro. And they both from Yonkers, bro. Yeah. They both from fucking Yonkers. I saw my kid's heartbeat today. I was thinking about the same thing. I was like, yo, Eddie Kingston remind me of fucking X for some reason. And I'm like, oh, shit, they both from Yonkers. Puerto Rican nigga that he, he grew up the same way us blacks grew up. It's like, I'm like, it, may, hmm, it all makes sense. That's crazy that you say that, bro. I was thinking that. It's just the it's the energy and the emotion is what got me there. That, that's what got me there when, when it came to Eddie. Like, yeah, like the just the the, the raw passion and, and the raw energy. And like, it's that's that that's something that you it's just one of one. Like, you, like you you know like you can't afford you can't get past that. It's that's what's special about Eddie Kingston. It's gen it's genuine emotion and it's genuine energy. Uh, let's see. Next up is uh, Soraya versus Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and Tony Storm. And I love the whole Starlet character that Tony Storm's got going on. And all of those three are coming after Hikaru Shida and her AW Women's World Title. I really did enjoy this match. I like. I love the entrances, especially of Tony's. But good energy all all the way around. I love the drama of. What happened with Tony Storm accidentally punching Paige's mom in the face, and like, and the drama that started from that. <laughs> At so many different intervals, it felt like all four women could have won the match, and for ultimately Soraya to win the same way that it feels like the Outcasts constantly win their matches with the spray paint, and ultimately Soraya pinning Tony to win the title. But from start to finish, this felt like a pretty entertaining match from from, from bell to bell. I was a fan of it, and Saran winning the title, winning it in front of her home fans, kind of does complete the comeback story of her finally coming out of retirement, of the early retirement due to all the injuries she had, and it really does put her back on top in the in the professional wrestling game, the women's game as well. So I'm happy for Saran, as as people would probably think, like, eh, we're really doing this in her hometown, but I'm, I'm happy for her. I disagree with you. Okay. You said, you said it kind of gave her the comeback story. It was her comeback story. It was her comeback story, bro. What other, <laughs> Mike, what other bigger place to do that than her home stadium, her home events, okay. her home country? What 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 bigger stadium to do it than the AEW version of WrestleMania? Okay. It was not kind of. It was that, and 
again, I keep saying this shit, but the storyline and the matches, it goes hand in hand with me, man. It does, bro, because the storyline and then when you get the matches with the chemistry, it matches up, bro. It matches up, and it's like, how does she not deserve this? How the fuck does she... Honestly, and I and I and I may be get listen, it may like it, it may like it's a cat, right? But Soraya winning this is is the equivalent to when Cody wins the championship. Mm. As far but but she's just a women's version of it. Neck injury, come back. Ain't nobody expect that shit. Even with the with the news getting fucked by my man, shout out to my man's hitting that shit. You still gotta put me on, bro. You know what this gang shit, baby. Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, and yeah, you gotta fight on those urges, my brother. <laughs> and 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 then, then look how she wins it. We all know it was going to come to blows, but but just like uh, I might be wrong, Excalibur or maybe Tony. I think it was Excalibur was like, well, I didn't know it was going to be this early. I didn't know it was going to be that early either. But either way, you see it, she wins in a home field, bro. Mm-hmm. That's the way to go about it, bro. She wins at a home field. Shout out to Soraya, bro. Real shit. She deserves that shit, my nigga. How the fuck does she does not? Britt Baker, you're going to win that shit. You are the fucking pillar. You're her. You're that bitch. You're going to win that shit. But as of right now, let these other Jones take over this shit, man. You're going. You're going to spend it a lot. You're going to win this again. But Saray, she deserves it. She was about to cry. She, she probably did cry. But oh, she but, did cry. No, there's no yeah. She absolutely cried. Yeah, like her story, bro. Like she deserves this shit, my nigga. That. Shout out to AEW, my nigga. Seriously, shout out to AEW. There's no bigger stage than she could have won it and feel the way that she feels, bro. And I feel the same way about Will Osprey. Well, we'll get into that as well. Go ahead, bro. And, I, and by the way, I really, I, I really enjoyed that match. Um, the the four way match, I really enjoyed that. Um, I I can nitpick, I can nitpick, but me nitpicking, I'm not losing any sleep. I'm not I'm not lowering any stars or hiding any stars. It's just how I will feel. Like what I what I would rather do, I would rather have Alcaz beef later into the match. But I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe because that's how wrestling traditionally have that shit. Like and AEW always quote unquote switches the narrative. So you know what? Fine. They fucked it. They they fucked us up. So Either way you see it, Soraya, she wins. I'm super proud of her. She deserves that shit. Shout out to AEW for holding that shit the fuck down the first time in, in, in London, England, and they fucking the roof is roof went ape shit when she won that, bro. Like, yeah, shout out, bro. And props to Carl Shida who finally got the who got the defender title on a big stage like this. Yeah, like because she held the title for a year, but it was the pandemic year. So Let's not forget about that. She held the banner for the year where there were fans, and then she yep. finally wins the title in front of fans. She defends it once or twice, but finally gets to defend it on that biggest stage. I think that's a that's a really good look, and I'm glad she got to get her flowers as champion. Let's not forget about that. Uh, in front of the eighty-one thousand people, absolutely. And, 
we're gonna get so many different hooks from this uh, story with Soraya and Storm. We storm out of the Outcast. Where does Ruby Soho's allegiance lie? Ruby's going after your girl Chris Statlander now. Like what? What happens there? Does the storm get in the way? Does Soraya get in the way? Like what? What happens there? There's so many different layers to this going forward uh, with Soraya and Storm and. Do the outcast stay as a trio or, or storm out? Like, what happens here? There's, there's a lot of ways this can go. I can tell you what happens. What happens is, regardless of what way it goes, I'm still coming out on top with this shit. Because Saray won the championship and she won it the biggest way fucking possible. And it don't matter if the outcast is tight knit like a virgin pussy or they're loosey goosey. Either way you see it, the storyline's going to be nice. Saray already won the championship, so I'm already on top, nigga. Fuck are you talking about? Well, they do have Statlander on your roster. You, you do got your girl, uh, yeah, uh, Statlander on your roster, ready to go when she fights Ruby uh, for the TBS championship. So, you, and, you, and you the Outcast is on my roster. And the Outcast are there too, obviously. Yes. So you, yeah. You do have the Don't forget division. that, nigga. And they, you got the main parts of the women's division in place on uh, on your roster. So that, that's, a, that's a good look for your for your squad there. Good look for your squad. Now, we got a little bit of a clash between somebody on your roster versus somebody on mine. Ah. Uh, that be, would be... Actually, no, this didn't happen yet. The next match was actually uh, Darby and Sting. Yeah, okay. And, and Swerve. This was the next match. I, yeah, that's, that's, I that's, the, that's a W for me. I love the entrances on both counts. I love that performance. I thought that was dope. Good energy there. And then Sting and Darby were, were at the, in, the, in the alley. And, and yeah. Uh, the Joker Sting kind of coming back. And then Seeking yeah. Destroy. Like, like that, was a, that was a vibe. Like it, it, was, it was real good vibes going into this match. And the match itself, I thought, was really entertaining. I thought it, it breezed by. They said it went 16 minutes. It didn't feel like it. It, it was it was very entertaining from start to finish. 16? Yeah, I, that's what I'm reading here. 16 minutes. It didn't feel like it. That shit went like 25, 30 minutes. That was, that's the vibe I got. There were moments where it looked like it kind of dragged, especially when it's like the, yeah. the, the action focused on the sting. I will that. I will totally buy. But when we got to like the, the points where Darby and Swerve were the main attention, it, it got crazy. Right. I, I fear I fear that Darby's going to just like destroy his back at some point in time with all these coffin drops. Like Darby is wild <laughs> for these. Darby is absolutely insane for doing all these coffin drops onto these various objects. Yeah, bitch ass nigga Quill, he be saying the same shit. Oh, Darby Allen's not gonna last long. But they said the same thing about countless of other superstars, though. Jeff Hardy the most popularized. Jeff Hardy's, yeah, Jeff Hardy's the first person I thought of when it comes to Darby in terms of that kind of daredevil type of uh, Mm. style and atmosphere and his movesets, all that. Like, like Jeff Hardy's absolutely the first person I thought of. But, uh, yeah, the, the I loved like the ending of it. I thought it was entertaining, and like and and with Swerve thinking he got away, thinking he can get out with with the with the coffin drop, uh, the Scorpion Death drop, and then he, 
he never accounted for the coffin drop by by Darby. Swerve never saw it coming and got the it got finished off. Well, I think it was a good way to set up Darby versus Luchasaurus. I thought it was a good way to keep the Swerve Darby flow going. The obviously Nickley AR Fox stuff will probably resurface this weekend. It's a good way to keep all that stuff going and ultimately staying in Darby getting the win. All right, so this is where not not too much. This is where I'm not the biggest fan of it. Okay, and I'm not a fan of seeing another black man be put in the coffin. Yes, I said it. Yes, I was here. I'm not a fan of, of another black man being in the coffin. No, I'm not going to save a white man. No, just a black man being in the, put in the coffin, period. But, 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 I do understand the storyline, so I'm not hating on AEW. I'm not mad at AEW. It's just that I don't even, even got to go into detail. If you know, you know. If you know why I'm saying this, you know where I'm coming from. I don't have done. I don't have to explain that. And I'm not talking about you, Mike. I'm talking about in general. I'm generally speaking. You know where I'm coming from. I don't have to explain it. So, no. I am not a fan of a black man being put in the coffin. But I do understand. I'm not dumb. I do understand the storyline. I do. And I'm not mad at it. And shout the fucking swerve for being brave. Shout the swerve for taking that one. Being like, you know what? I gotta be the one to be put in this coffin. I like how he went out. He ain't go out like a bitch. He went out, yo, you gotta, you really gotta put me through some shit to put me in this shit. Like, pretty much. Uh, yeah, like, I like all of that. Trust me, I'm not like, oh my gosh, you're making this about this. Like, no. But when you come from where we come from, no, I'm not a fan of black men being put in coffins. But I do understand the storyline and shout out to him for selling that shit, shout out to him for fighting, shout out to the whole Darby Allen storyline before the coffin uh, match. Like, they have great chemistry, bro. They do. I love it. I love it. I'm glad Swerve is on my team. And Darby's going to be on my team one way or another, bro. <laughs> Good, match. Good match all around. I can't wait. To, I'm looking forward to seeing where the story goes next. And Will they get the TNT title involved in it? We will see. Mm -hmm. Next up, we get to Will Ospreay versus Chris Jericho. A little bit of a a great performance by Fozzie and Jericho to get things started with uh, with the uh, Queen tribute for Live Aid to start things before he goes into Judas. I thought that was pretty dope. And the live the live performance of Judas with eighty thousand people singing, which which is pretty awesome to to, uh, to go that route. Will Osprey pulls up, and the match itself was incredibly entertaining. Will Osprey wrestled like his life was on the line, and like he wrestled like there was an upcoming bag, and inevitably real soon. That German suplex spot on the apron, yikes! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we while we respectful. Yeah, it was. And ultimately, what I loved about the ending was that Jericho hit him with everything. Even Sammy Guevara chipped in with Floyd, the bat. What I loved about it, though, was that even after Osprey hit him with a Stormbreaker and Jericho kicked out, 
Jericho low-key knew, like, okay, I'm going to go out, and, like, it's a wrap for me. I'm done. Osprey, he flips off Osprey, and then Osprey finishes him off with, with the blade elbow and then the Stormbreaker to finish the deal. But it was a really good match. I love that Jericho played it off. Like, all right, you got me this time, kid. The way that I looked at that match was Chris Jericho, AJ Styles, pre-WrestleMania. Don't don't remember the fucking number, nigga. But it was... uh, it yeah, was, I do, it was, but okay. Well, well, tell me, nigga. WrestleMania 32. All right. 30, all right. Don't, don't, don't fucking just leave me hanging and shit. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, but, but you don't... But you see where I'm going. Like, AJ Styles, like... This kid was like... Like AJ Styles was hype as shit. His kid was here, but but you lost. And AJ Styles was like, "No, I didn't." <laughs> like, you thought I did, but I didn't. Like, like because like, his kids don't know the storyline behind it. Like, nigga, I fucking won. <laughs> like, you feel me? And, and I'm like, yo, and I'm like, yo, I'm like, nigga, you right? But I, that's the way that I see Allspring and 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 Jericho. Jericho didn't lose. Ospreay was three seconds better, but yeah, he did really lose. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, 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 fuck that. Like, we're not talking about the pinfall. Like, we know it's predetermined. Like, but nigga, they both won. Like, Osprey won. Like, he won in front of his crowd. Mm-hmm. He beat the Ultra, arguably the goat. If you want, if you have been tuning into the uh, it's the Run of Me uh, podcast, March Madness, Chris Jericho won the greatest rest of all time. Just want to throw that out there. Yep, you stayed away for that one, and Jericho ended up winning. It was it was a very entertaining uh, March Madness podcast. You can certainly run that back on the They Got a Show podcast network. That's fucked up. You said I stayed awake. I like I didn't hear that shit, nigga. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you, caught, you caught that one. Well, that but 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 seriously though, like the way I look at AJ and Y2J the same way that I look at Allspring and Y2J, like Allspring really fucking won. Bro, from his entrance, bro. His entrance, he was so excited. It wasn't just the interest. He was happy to be here. Like, it was just different, bro. Like, it was hungry. It was happy. Talk about about emotions. Like, he was keeping in his emotions. He was just so happy to be around where he was at. No. Off that interest alone that he won. Regardless how the match turned out, he won. Because he got to sit there and think of, nigga, this is what turned my fucking match around. Career, I, too. I mean, not my, my, not my match, my career, my fault. That's what, that's what I'm about to say, my career. This is what turned my career around. I was beefing with the old show. Mm-hmm. Not only he had a dumbass, disgusting, crazy-ass entrance before him. Mm-hmm. That Fozzy performance was crazy because I was looking at this like, all right, Mike, can we actually say this is one of the best wrestling interests of all time? I say one, not the best, but one of the best. It's up there, especially for yeah. this year. It's up there. Because because all of our best interests that we can think of all came from WrestleManias. But this one right here, we got to put, I'm not saying it's the best, but we got to, I mean, for me, I will, but we got to, we got to, we, we can, we can debate it is what I'm saying. We can debate it. 
eighty dollars. Yeah, it was like in the year in review in terms of wrestling. Right. The end of the year episode that will certainly be mentioned in terms of best entrance of the year. But yeah, that was a right. really good entrance by Abafazi and Jericho. So, so that's what, so before I even got into the match, it's like all spring vibe was like, bro, he are like, I don't even know how to explain what I say. He won, like, he know where he, he was, all I'm saying, he was happy, bro. He was home. Mm-hmm. And all, only thing that he needed to do was execute on the match. Mm-hmm. And of course, Chris Jericho executed, and Chris Jericho gave him the Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar Undertaker salute. Before Brock Lesnar went out, he gave him the Undertaker. He gave Undertaker the middle finger. Yeah, Chris Jericho was the same way. And to go in the backstory, was he hit fucking all spring with with uh with what he did with uh. Chris Joe Kenny Omega a couple years ago. Yeah, he did. When he, when he snuck him, it's like Chris Jericho knew what he was doing, but like, like he even bought the he even bought the backstory behind it. He bought the interest with it. Chris Jericho said this was the biggest performance. This is bigger than any WrestleMania, nigga. Mm-hmm. I mean, it don't, it don't matter if it was fact or cat. It's the fact that he knew the the the, the importance of this shit. He lost the match, but he did not lose, bro. He put Will Offspring over, bro. He would yeah. never forget this, bro. Yep. That's why he's the goal. Biggest moment of it became the biggest moment of Offspring's career, I would say. That's the point that I'm making to you, Mike. The match was fucking stupid. The interests was stupid. And now the fact that, and then now that, now that it's over and done with, he will never forget this, bro. He's putting over young studs, bro. And Jericho's always done that. He's always right. been really good about, right. putting, like, about kind of like advancing the business forward, about, about like moving things forward in terms of the wrestling game. Like Jericho's always been on that, and I, I, that's one thing I love about Chris is that like as good as he is, as accomplished as he is. Like Jericho is no question, like no hesitation. He'll give back to the younger guys and put them on and say, give them that kind of like the Jericho rub. Like, oh, I, I just be Chris Jericho, and, and and that kind of flow. Like, like Jericho's always been about that, and that that's one thing. Like, always got to respect on Chris. Yeah. Man, and so that match alone was fucking dope, bro. Even with Sammy hitting him with the bat. Hit him with Florida, as you just said before, and then you think he was out, but that walls of Jericho gave him that re- he gave him that revival. Like the whole match overall, man, was like, bro, listen, I I told I, I was shout out to my nigga Bull. I watched that match three times. Why? Because I was high off on gummies, and I said to myself, this match is not that goddamn good. I can't just be high. I got. I'm going to watch this match until I'm unhigh. And nigga, I watched it until I <laughs> until he's unhigh. I watched it three times. No, I was still high, but I had to go to sleep. And then I spun a block and I watched it today. And I say, nigga, this no uh, last night, nigga, this match was that shit. Oh yeah, I remember all. I wasn't that goddamn high. This match was the shit, bro. Yes, this was the greatest match. 
all around for all spring. Chris Jericho, he could win. And, but but what does Chris Jericho do if he wins? He's already submitted. It doesn't mean anything, bro. Putting him over makes him bigger, bro. It does, yeah, it is more. It certainly is more meaningful. What did you talk about? It absolutely was more meaningful than Will won. And it was a big match. I mean, I'm, and it was a good match. I'm at to say, like Chris, arrogant, arrogant, where, bro? And then you now he's beefing with Sammy too. Come on, bro. Yeah, put Sammy over. Oh man, Chris Jericho was a fucking gold, bro. And that match was a fucking amazing. It was amazing, bro. I really appreciate that match a lot. And Allspring was a dickhead too, but not in that crowd. In that crowd, he was a hill. He was a fucking John Cena face, bro. Oh yeah, no, he definitely was. Yeah, he was absolutely that. That was his people. It was his home. It was home, mm-hmm. it was home field advantage. Like they would have, they might have rioted if Allspring had lost. Bro, it, it, would've, it wouldn't have been great. The way, bro, as soon as he came out with the entrance, it was over. It was a wrap. He was hyped. He was there. He was comfortable. He was happy. Like, all spring to me, like, of course, Jericho set it off with that, with the energy. But Chris Jericho, he set it off like, I've been here before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this may be. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Like, yeah, this may be my biggest the entrance, Judah's entrance, but I've been here before, bro. So, um, as amazing as that entrance was, he'd been here before. All spring, I don't know if I don't if, if I'm gonna be here next week or not. I'm like he's AI on the court, nigga. I'm giving everything the fuck I got. I'm happy. I made it. I'm home. From as soon as he came out, bro, he did not let. Yo, his energy was on crashing here, bro. Tyrone Biggles, they said that nigga was hype. He, bro, Mike, he was. I'm like, bro, if it don't matter if you know this nigga or not, if you a fan of him or not, you gotta respect him. The way that he performed as soon as he came out to the end, bro. Yes, I'm talking long about fucking Will Allspring because. Of he, it's it's believable. He made us believe in him. Believe that. God, I hate that fucking punchline. All right, I'm done now. Uh, that, that, that line was terrible. Uh, I hated that shit. Believe that. Can you imagine fucking a bitch? Can you imagine talking, talking having a phone sex with a bitch? I'm gonna fuck this shit out. You believe that? They're like what? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, I can't wait till I'm gonna see you. I'm gonna fuck the shit out. You believe that? No. But if you fuck the snot out that bitch, and you fuck the snot out that bitch, and you be like, acknowledge me is like, oh shit, that hits a little different. Like she, she, she rolled up like a shrimp roll, or she can't barely sleep. I mean, she can't barely do anything. She, she's slumped over. Like acknowledge me, I like know, oh. I can imagine you doing something like that. I can't I'm, come on, bro. You don't, you don't think I, you don't think I'd have like come on, bro. But yeah, I, go I, ahead. I, I, oh well, yeah, that's something you. That's, that's absolutely something. Yeah, I, I, you yeah. too. Your name is Beast Mike. But go ahead. <laughs> anyway, uh, the. Penultimate match of the evening was the acclaimed versus the House of Black. We talked about this on the Bray Wyatt Terry Funk tribute pod. That, uh, love the House of Black's entrance. The Fireflies pulled up. 
and they, they brought out the lantern, which is also an amazing uh, tribute to Bray. Yeah, I thought that was, I think we, we all love that tribute. And the AEW shouted it out even after the after the show, like on their on their post when they posted it on X. I thought that was a really good touch. Stand up, stand so, up, guys, bro. Yeah, that, that was really good. Yeah, absolutely, stand up, dudes. Uh, all all parties involved and. The match itself was house rules. So in this case, the acclaimed chose no holds barred as their stipulation. And it delivered what it promised. It delivered some mayhem and some chaos. It delivered some weaponry. And even Julia Hart getting involved. And yes, they were effectively telling her to uh, telling her to suck it. it. <laughs> no, I, I, I want it. I want to hit too. <laughs> and, and then and then she got scissored. You yes, she it. did. I, I'm I'm so, um, I'm that was the worst part of the match for me because I wanted this to hurt my damn self. <laughs> somehow, I somehow I believe that. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, she, There's some bullshit. She, she she is gorgeous. So wait, let's, let's let's keep it a fuck. But uh, the match the match itself was actually pretty. It delivered what it promised and kind absolutely of the comeback story that is Billy Gunn coming back. Yeah, to, badass to Billy Gunn. Yeah, and he, we got the one and only. We we got we got like a lot of the, the throwback Billy Gun stuff, like the the the, fa- the triple favorite so at the end. I thought it was a really nice touch. Yeah, absolutely. And ultimately, the acclaim they win the trios titles as it felt like they were destined to do for a while now. And then last week on Dynamite, they actually debuted trios title belts that are pink and they scissor. So putting their own title. Wow. Yeah, it, it is. It is. It is wild. It's a real thing. They got a. They got a championship belt. The AEW women's on the AEW trios title. Yeah. No, it's it's not the women's titles for y'all who's listening. Trios. No, it, it this is a men's trios titles. So it is pink. Um, it's flamboyant. Um, I guess this is a nice touch. Um. Who's going to step to Billy? Who's going to step to any of them niggas? That is the question. You know, you may you may think you want to step at one, but who's going to step to two of them, or better, three of them? Like like we were just talking about uh, Bray Wyatt and fucking jury dude. Who's going to step to a nigga with white pants and a cowboy yeah. and, and and a straw hat? That's biggest shit. If you want to, you can go ahead. Let me know how that turns out. <laughs> So, um, your your guys, the claim they deserve that. They pre- but come on, the House of Black, bro. Come on, bro. We, we for, as far as my squad, they've been killing it, bro. Like they've been believable, man. That motherfucking stomp to the head, whatever the case may be, is like I ain't gonna lie. But but that claim with the storyline with bad at with, with Billy Gunn. Being gone and he came back and then he's badass Billy Guns like oh shit yeah the claim has been doing anything man the trio champion so I just I just want to know if, if whenever they do lose our, our Billy Gun going is he going to cry and, and retire yeah, again? Gonna be, I, 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 that's what I figure is going to end up happening here is like they're going to have a decent run with the titles and then when they lose it that's it that's it for Billy Gun yeah like like, 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 this is, like this fucking Roman like Brett Farr and shit. Yeah, like Billy Gunn gets to go out on his own terms. Like that, that's that's the 
the sense I'm getting from this. But no, I would just talk shit because of our roster, though. Right. Like, the claim has been doing a thing, and even with Billy Gunn being gone, like, I believe he was done, bro. But he can, but House of Black, I, I, I loved it all, bro. I love the whole storyline. Malachi getting his hair like you a dickhead. You're not what you used to be, nigga. Fuck out of here. And then mm-hmm. they just start fucking, fucking up the uh, the claim. It was two on two, and they yeah. needed more guys. That's how bad yeah. the, the house of like, yeah. like Brody, like Brody King and Buddy Matthews destroyed. Yeah, yep. And and then now badass came back and won the titles match. Like that's an amazing draw for them, bro. That's crazy. The name is House of Ass. Like, my nigga, Mike, you part of the House of Ass movement, though. That's wild, bro. <laughs> and there's nothing you can say about it because they are on your team, bro. You are well, part I of the was, House of Ass. I was, I was not expecting them to, uh, to to go to brand themselves as such. That's crazy. Uh, so you're trying to, like... It's going to make millions of dollars, though. It's, 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 it's going to make millions of dollars, I'm sure, because they... they Man, what? You think you think, man? Look, all the bullshit that 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 they the millions out that they made before. No, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. You're like, nigga, nigga, I, nigga. I was I I became part of the fucking sucking movement. I know this gonna work. And now look what happened. Scissor me. Print money. That's what I'm saying. Like, it don't matter what the fuck they do. The house of ass. It doesn't matter how flamboyant shit is. No matter how big the fucking scissors is. Whatever the fuck they want to put out, they're gonna fucking make bread, bro. Mm-hmm. Even when, even when Billy goes like, "Yo, your scissors is too small." What? Pause. <laughs> oh, got a big one right here. This is the big scissors. This is a house of ass, bro. Like, come on, bro. They no niggas is over like shit, bro. Yeah, no, it, it, it's it's wild. This, this run they've been on for the last year has been insane. The the claim have been entertain incredibly entertaining from their the rise to get the tag titles from Swerve and Keith Lee to all the stuff they did with the with Jeff Jarrett and the really disrespectful bars by Max Casman towards Jeff Jarrett. The and then all they said they're doing right now, all the stuff they did with the guns, and then the now right. going on with the House of Black, like everything they claimed done has been pretty box office and entertaining for at the very least the last 13 14 months, bro. Even even with the guns, with the host again, the, the storyline was Billy guys, he's between like, oh, shit, what's going on. And then you know what happened. And then, so, and even with that, he House of Black, they're fucking believe. Come on, it's a house, they're believable as fuck, bro. Like, not many niggas can beat House of Black. So, you you had the brain. You didn't. You Daddy Ass wasn't able to come out. Badass Billy Gunn was able to come. Out. I ain't gonna lie. I did really want. I'm an ass man. I was kind of looking forward to that too. I was. I was it had to be a copyright issue, bro. It had to be, bro. Yeah, that's the only way. That's, that's the There's only no way. fucking way it was there, bro. Because I'm an ass man. Because ain't nobody look, ain't nobody look at badass Billy Gunn as a goon, though. He was still cool and shit. You feel what I'm saying? Right. He was so cool. He was that fun nigga, bro. Like, I remember the sign that he actually pulled his face. I was like, yo, bro, pause. But his name is badass Billy Gunn. Like, we never looked at him as a goon. We never looked at him as Solo Sokola. Sokola, fucking Malachi Black. But 
But when he said that he was going to bring that nigga out, it still bought back. So, all right, that nigga is still like 6'5", 6'6", 260, 270. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I'm an ass, man. But when he pulled that out, false. It was like, all right, it's still cool, though. So, it was so fun, man. The claim is amazing, bro. House of Black is dope as shit. I'm going to fuck the shot of Julie Hurst in her face one day. <laughs> okay. That was, that was a very entertaining match. Start to finish. And now let's get to the main event. And fuck that, nigga. Are you trying to run the train with, uh, with me? You and Julia Hart, bro? Like Julia, uh, Julia Hart is out though. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. She I'm really talking about no, nigga. I'm talking about me. You went in the train on her, bro. <laughs> 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 uh, we are past the witching hour. So All right, my bad, bro. Go ahead, my fault, bro. Anyway, MJF, Adam Cole. Fuck, man, bring Wyatt. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. MJF, Adam Cole, round two. For the AW World Championship, drama, drama, drama. They played it up from start to finish in this match. They told it, I think, a very good story. Absolutely, very bro. Story from start yes, to sir. finish with this match, from the sportsmanship to start yes, with, sir. to two guys who have been prone to cheating in their careers. Yes, sir. Actually, do it. Yes, to sir. The point where Adam Cole. Like, did devastating when it came to his move set towards MJF, but still couldn't put MJF away. Just imagine if Adam Cole cheated on Britt Baker, bro. Far God. Far God. Oh, that would have added so much to the storyline. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Continue on, sir. Continue. But, uh, we got the, the first part of the match ending with a double clothesline, which I thought was a really nice touch considering how much they built up the double clothesline over the last month and a half. So I think that was right. a really nice touch. For mm-hmm. that to end that way, and then instead of five minutes, MJF's like, "Nah, we go with it until somebody wins," which I thought was I thought that was great. That was a great callback to, to the the first battle they had, the thirty minute draw. Yep. yep. And and then we get to the, like the crux of the of the matter, which was okay, the ref is down, and now Adam Cole's got a golden opportunity to use the title. They fucked that ref up, bro. <laughs> Panama Sunrise. Bro, who the fuck is Rep taking Panama Sunrise? Bro. Panama Sunrise. Shout out to Earl Hefner. Well, Earl, Earl, I said Earl Hefner. Wait, what's his name? Earl, Earl Hefner, Bryce, right? Bryce, Bryce is his first name. Uh, like, no, 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 no. I'm talking about the OG wrestler. It's, it's Earl, Earl Hefner, right? Earl Hefner is like the OG ref, like, like the first ref I've ever yeah. like yeah, 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 wait, wait, wait. Hefner or, or Hefner? Heb, Hebner. Hebner, okay. Yeah. yeah, so shout out to Earl Hefner, bro, like, because he used to get a lot of ass whoopings, bro, a lot of hits. That nigga used to be down for a fucking half. What? Why the fuck that nigga get an Oscar? He was a stone triple H's money or something. Like, he made a triple H. Triple H was destroying his man on sight at times. Like, why the fuck this nigga get an Oscar, bro? This nigga was down for this nigga was over, down for the count. This nigga was a rat. Dead. Rest in peace, nigga. This is a rat. I'm talking about like one little hit, bro. He was 
thorn, nigga. But he always woke up when it was time to count that fucking two or three count, bro. Yeah, he did. And that's how I looked at that motherfucking referee, bro. That nigga was gone. He already got hit. And then he got that pain in my sunrise. I'm like, what referee? <laughs> What referee is eating a Panama sunrise? <laughs> I'm sorry for to cut you off, but I feel like that shit was worth it, bro. That, that was that was a wild part of that match. But uh, okay, so we get to the penultimate part where both men had the opportunity to strike the other with a weapon while the ref was down. Like Cole with the title belt, MJF with the dynamite ring, and neither pulled the trigger. But unfortunately, it was Cole not pulling the trigger that would cost him. Cole not hitting MJF with, with the title, even with the at the behest of Roddy Strong. Instead, MJF got the roll-up pin and basically steals the pin because Cole had him dead to rights after he hit the last shot. He had a golden opportunity with the title belt, but, net, but didn't pull the trigger. And that would be the end. MJF would retain based off a roll-up. And then we still get the, the tease of the turn of Adam Cole. But Cole never does it. He never turned. Instead, he, he shook hands. They hugged it out. Hugged it out. Hugged it out. Fell from the ceiling. Streamers fell from the confetti fell from the, ceiling, uh, the ceiling. And then we got the announcement that all in next year. Also, we'll run it back in London. Wembley Stadium. Pretty yeah. much a year from now. Pretty much. And that's why I said I'm fucking going there, bro. I'm already bro, book me there, nigga. Fuck that. I'm already there, bro. I always I always felt like that I should have been there to begin with. But now that I got an opportunity to be there, yeah, no, I'm there, bro. I'm there, bro. You got me fucked up. I'm there. I've always wanted to go to London. Like London's one of those cities where like I, I really like legitimately want to go to, and don't yeah, we all don't bro? That'd be a good opportunity to go. Yeah, like it's London. You got bitches with those fine ass accents. You got good food. I mean, just just a different vibe. Like, why not? Be a good time to go. And it and well, huh, well, as far as London specifically, I heard fifty fifty. I hear that they love Americans, but then I hear they don't fuck with Americans. So it's probably a matter of the, the perception of arrogance. There you go, and and uh, they're right for that, and they're right for that. Yeah, because we are we are we are a very arrogant country. We are. Some and, of us aren't arrogant as people, but we are a very arrogant country. That is one hundred percent true. And listen, and, and and you know what? When you got a nigga like me, and I'm in the club, I'm in the bar. Bro, I don't have that arrogance, bro. I don't have that arrogance. Like, don't talk to me because I grew up where I grew up. No, nigga, I'm I'm having fun. I'm cool with everybody, bro. I'm cool with everybody, nigga. I don't have that arrogance, but you may look at me like that or anybody else for that standpoint. Like, you may dress a certain way and, and you may feel yeah. like or cocky or something, but. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm out like there, that. bro. I'm out there in London, bro. I'm I'm spending the whole weekend at John, bro. Yeah, that does I, sound pretty dope. You gotta pull up with me if you're able to, bro. You gotta uh, pull up, bro. That does sound pretty dope. I'm not, I'm not yeah. gonna, I'm gonna think about that because that does sound super dope. Like, 
I'm I'm already I'm already penciled in. I just didn't like well, as soon as I heard it, I'm penciled in. And I mean pencil in is I'm I'm gonna whatever work schedule, whatever the fuck I need, bro, I'm there, bro. Listen, I just came from fucking three in three days in New York. That's the regular Douglas. That's New York. That's right. That that's that's a neighbor. You feel me? Can oh, I yeah, borrow some sugar? That's, that's a ninety minute trip. That's ninety yeah, minutes. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, can I borrow some sugar? You know what I mean, but I also went to Bermuda as well, and I spent a whole week there for my birthday. You feel me? That's a different game. Yeah, and then, like not only that, like I go to London, like I would like I spend a block to go to Paris. Like it's a two-hour train ride. Like, what are you talking Vegas. about, bro? What? I spend a block and go to Vegas for a couple, for, for a couple what? hours. Like, what are you talking about, Mike? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's no, what I'm trying that's, to say. Oh yeah. Like Fucking Paris, Paris is right like, there. It's right. It's right there. Like London and Paris, right there. It's fucking New York, Philly, New Jersey, yeah, Philly. Pretty much, pretty much. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like I'm right there, bro. Uh, I'm, I'm with it. So like, I, yeah, I, I'd be, I'd be totally with that. Like, work it out, yeah. Uh, only thing you gotta do, bro, just let me know when, of your availability, cause I'm there, bro. Okay. I'm fucking there, bro. No, I did not. I have not officially. Put bread down, but I already looked into hotels, how much shit would cost. No, I'm not fucking, I'm not missing. No, especially personally, when it was like, it was like when I went to, went to that WrestleMania when Kofi won a championship. Ah, fucking air roll, bro, because he was part of that shit. Ugh. You know, because air rolling, Bray Harp, Bray Wyatt. Anyway, anyway, um, Fuck you, man. Ah. Anyway, so I already said to myself, I'm going to go there, bro. My fucking bucket list. My bucket list was to go to WrestleMania and to see DMX perform live in person. Nigga, do you know that's the same fucking year DMX died, bro? Like right after that? Like right after that, I'm trying to. Like I seen DMX perform in Philly, bro. I missed him the, the year before. Yeah, I can sit there and say I have money, but I also was bullshit. I was procrastinating. And I said, fuck that. I'm not doing that shit no more. I've seen him perform live in person. That was my bucket list. And and Kofi winning that WrestleMania was right after that, bro. Right Ooh. after that. Okay. Like, no, nigga. I'm not missing out on memories. Nigga. That's, that's, that's the point that I'm making. I'm not missing out on fucking memories, bro. Come on, bro. We had a whole two-hour podcast about Bray Wyatt passing away. Yes, right. Terry Funk as well, but Terry Funk lived his life, nigga. He got a whole fucking story to tell up in, in heaven about his life. Bray Wyatt don't. He got half a story. He can't compete with fucking Terry Funk. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, no. I'm all about memories, bro. That's all I'm about is memories. That's why I made it and, and and I hope I get to you too, nigga. I hope I get to you too, Mike. Like making it to Raw 30th, there will never be another Raw 30th. So I made sure I was able to go. Mm. I don't know when the next time I'm going to see another black champion win the uh, 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 the championship, but I did. I made it to Jersey with Kofi. And and one funny shit, I took the long way because where I lived at, I could have went to 
excuse me, I could have went to Broad and uh, Glenwood, and I could have okay. took the train all the way there, but I didn't know. I didn't know. My dumb ass, I went to fucking 30th Street. Yeah, it's a, little, took- it's a little weird. It's a little goofy. Oh, man. Like the yeah. Situation. To, get to, to get to MetLife, get to New York is easy, but to get to MetLife is yeah. really goofy. And yeah, and, like New Jersey Transit, like New Jersey Transit, <laughs> and, and like it, 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 it's kind of a mess. And, th- is that, and that's what I'm saying. I took that route. Yeah, but I, mean, I didn't I went, know yeah, that. Jersey Tran- yeah, when I went to MetLife, like for a Dolphins game last year, like I took New Jersey Transit um, from so Jersey Transit from 30th Street to Trenton, and then like another crossover uh, yep. to another, yeah, to the, the train. It was Sakak. Actually, I took it to Sakakis Junction. I, I took it to Sakakis and then took it to MetLife. So it's yeah, like, man, it's like two or three trains, something like that. But you get the idea. Yeah, yeah, goofy shit though. You feel me? Yeah. But 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 for but listen, I lived in where I lived at. Hold on, ironically, okay. So where I lived at at that particular time was Six and Venango Street, and I could have just. Either walk to Broad and Erie and took the train to Broad and Glenwood and took the train to Trenton. But mm-hmm. I didn't. Who the fuck knows about MetLife, nigga? Like, how to get there on an easy schedule? Like, no. Like, I took the. I, took, I went to 30th Street and then it was a lie. It was a fucking lie. Yeah. The, the, point, the point that I'm making is I wanted to see DMX. I know I fucked up last time and I didn't want to make that as an excuse this time. And I seen him and he, and that was the last performance that he had in Philly. I seen Kofi. I literally seen Kofi win the title. It was in MetLife, dickhead. I'm not talking about you being a dickhead. I'm just talking in general. I seen him. He won that shit. <coughs> Bro, Mike. <coughs> I wanted to go to fucking Raw 30th because there will never in our lifetime be another Raw 30th. And I did Raw that. that. Right, and Raw, and, and Mike, do you know who I seen? You saw Brain Undertaker. And you saw a legendary conversation, legendary advice that Taker gave to Bray that we'll never hear. Come on, Mike. That's what I'm talking about. It's about memories. Fuck bills. Fuck how your bitch may feel. It's, it's about memories. I can come. I'm I'm coming back to you tonight, babe. Like, what you bitching about? I'm coming back. It's about the memory. You that wrestling shit. Fuck you, bitch. Like, it's all about memories overall, bro. And that's how I felt about Wembley this year, bro. Like, I really could have. I honestly could have went. Shout out to G. I ain't going to. You mean? He, he, he could do what he do. I could have went. I didn't because I, I told the muter, but next year, Glory willing, I'm going there, bro. And I'm and I'm trying to make that with you. Because you you go to a lot of shit, bro. Like you be touching, you be touching the earth in a lot of fucking places, bro. But I have this over you. I seen you Kofi over you. You definitely have WrestleMania over me. WrestleMania yeah. win the title. Yes, Kobe winning the title over me. You definitely got that. 
and and LA Knight hot as shit right now, bro. I see before he even blew the fuck up. I was there, bro. It's on my IG, my nigga. You can watch watch it right on my IG, bro. He'll make him and Bray a Undertaker, bro. Like I don't know. I know I'm rambling, bro. But all, all I'm talking about is memories, Mike. That's all. That's all I'm trying to say. At the end of the day, that's all I'm trying to talk about is memories. You would never get that shit back, bro. That's why whenever you... That's why when you have an opportunity of grabbing no memories, take that shit, bro. Bro, I've seen a fucking meme about kicking it with your best friends because you don't know when your time is over with, right? And it was fucking... It was fucking... Um... um Huh? Yeah, yeah, but it was uh Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit. Yeah, and oh, fucking yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I that's what that. you feel me? You feel me? And Brain Brody, I saw that. You feel me? You know I'm not talking out my ass, bro. I'm not talking out my ass like I need my mouth. Uh, I saw that. That was that was yeah, that one that would hit different. That would absolutely hit different. I'm done. I'm done. But the the, the moral of all of this is that all in created memories for eighty one thousand people live in attendance, and it's a once in a it was a once in a lifetime experience to do for them to be there, and it will be a once in a lifetime experience for those who will do everything in their humanly power to be there again next year, and or in your case, in the case of you, and absolutely, if everything uh-huh. flows right, uh-huh. be there live and in person and in London. And be at a show that is is really special. Excuse me, but it's a really yeah. But that that show was special, and I think it's um, when they run it back next year. I think it could be just as great, if not greater. And Mike and I'm and like bro, I'm gonna I'm gonna sing your voice though. But yes, you're right. This is they they did this shit in all in was it four or five years ago, and they did this shit this year, bro, and it was a success. It's only going to be better next year, and let's just say it's just a bet, which I'm pretty sure it won't. But we're still a part of history. We're going to another country. This is their WrestleMania. Like, it's so many things that niggas I age, including Bray Wyatt, bro. They don't get to see this type of shit because niggas is dead, bro. Niggas don't get to see this shit, bro. When things don't go right, things, don't, things go horrible. Exactly. Yeah. Like, Bray, why he been here already? But he don't, right, as of right now, we have the opportunity to see shit that he's not able to see, bro. It's like, and it's not just some, it's, like I said, niggas in our age group, niggas we grew up with, with the class, where it's like, it's all about memories, bro. All about that shit, man. Ugh. This was amazing. All <laughs> this was amazing. AW event all around. I'm not all in, not all out, all around. That's that's for me. That's for me. All around. Well um, I'm really a fan of this shit. I love what they did when it comes to Soraya winning, All Spring winning, um, Young Bucks, FTR. Either way, it, it still would have hit the same. Who regardless of who wins, 
But even with Chris Jericho, like, nigga, you ain't need to win that shit. Like, if anything, you made yourself look better, bro. But, like, Offspring will... That will always be part of his top three moments, bro. And that was... Wrestling Chris Jericho. That will always be part of his top three moments, bro. It may not be Chris Jericho's, but it may be. Because he again, that's another wrestler he put over, bro. Mm-hmm. Um the interests, I mean, with House of Black with Bray Wyatt, the Fozzie performances. I mean, this was really a WrestleMania, bro. And this was really this was him. This was her. This this was everything. I don't, I, I can't speak for you, but this was everything. Even when it came to Miro coming out, man, it's like they could have. That was cool for them to have Miro there, but if they wanted to put Miro as a filling and powerhouse as a filling, it would have been completely acceptable, bro. And even with Jeff Jarrett, like. Like, bro, Jeff Jarrett and Power Outside, I'm going to take my ass back to America. Like, come on, bro. You ain't come out here for that shit. Like, you know what I mean? It was like, it was dope, bro. Every, and then, and then it's like, I'm about to say Shaq. But fucking Big Show gave uh, uh, Sing the knockout punch, man. Like, yeah. it was something as super small as that was like, Nigga, do you forget Big Show had the knockout punch and Sam is saying he's the biggest nigga in, in the fucking locker room right now, but he knocked him the fuck out. And the way Sing sold that shit was like, you really got knocked the fuck out on some nut shit, bro. Like, you really got knocked. He just fall, but he fell back and was like, uh, uh. <laughs> like, he got, like, I, I checked all of that shit, man. Like, I don't know. I love the whole, I loved it all, bro. I loved it all, and I'm definitely spending a block for my next birthday because it's on my next birthday. It's on the 25th, and I'm and I'm gonna say it right now, Mike, Beast Mike, I would absolutely love for you to pull up with me, bro. We do a whole fucking podcast, and we only gonna get better by next year. Nigga, fuck is you talking about? We only gonna get better with more subscribers, more listeners. Like we can fucking we can really fucking recap. Everything while we're going on with this shit, you dig what I'm saying? Oh, experience. That's what I'm saying, bro. Aside from wrestling, if we went anywhere else, like we, we like we over there vibing for motherfucking foods and me with me with drinks, what's going on? But it's but it's fucking Wembley, it's Wembley weekend shit. So yeah, we talking about the whole vibes, like yo. We 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 meeting other wrestlers. We, we, we asking the locals what's the vibe for this, what's the vibe for that. Like yo, bro, like nah, bro. I'm not fumbling shit, nigga. You got me fucked up. I'm not fumbling shit, my nigga. I'm here, bro. I'm here. Oh man, I'm 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 ready. I'm ready, nigga. Anything else you want to add to this? Shout out to AW All It was a great. Oh, hold on, hold on. Because we were talking about uh, MJF and Adam Cole. How did you feel about that match overall? Very good story. 
a very good story. Uh, they they played up the drama from start to finish. I thought that was really good. Uh, I was waiting for one to turn their back on the to Cheetah and turn their back on the other, but it never happened. Um, that was a little bit of a surprise. But I do like how this is going. I do think this there's still more there's still more meat on the bone here uh, for for this story. This is not going to last like the bloodline, though. No, 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 no. It's got no shot of that. All right. All right. Just, I'm just throwing it out there. Like, it's an amazing fucking story. And even as far as your roster, like, you killing it. But it's not going to last like bloodline type time. And I don't think it has to. No, it does it's not. It's it does own, not. It's its own thing. But I don't think it has to last right. on, on bloodline time. Okay. Um, MJF, um, MJF, Adam Cole, it was a really entertaining match. It was a story. I'm here for all the bullshit, man. And that's, I, I'm, 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 I can, I can't have, I can't have a whole another episode, listen, about AEW. So I'm impressed. Was you impressed? Oh yeah, no, de- definitely was an impressive match in terms of the pure wrestling itself, as well as the story. Okay, yeah. Well, that's all I have to say, man. Um, I'm looking forward to see what happens next with Powerhouse and Miro, the battle, the battle of the big meaty men pumping meat. Um. I'm looking forward to Saraya, how she capitalizes her championship, her well-deserved championship. Um, I'm looking for the storyline between Swerve and Darby Allen. Like, are they done? Or are they just going to continue to build off how they're just killing it right now? I'm looking forward to see. Man, we talking about the BCC, but where the hell has Brian, Brian Danielson been, though? Like, I know he, he's been injured since Forbidden, since... Uh... Forbidden door. Oh, he's yeah. he's actually injured. Yeah, he was actually injured. Like like his like his shoulder was like gone from the match with Okada. And that that's why he hasn't been around. So okay. I don't know when he's coming when he's coming back, but yeah, that, that's really what's going on with him. Cause as nasty as the BCC been, like when when Brian Danson was there, bro, it just it's a whole different type of time, bro. Yeah, man. So that that whole state of saying, I wasn't the biggest fan of that, but overall, I, I do. I, I'm a fan of what they did for it. They made because our Cassie, Orange Cassie didn't look like he can survive in that shit, but they made him survive in that, bro. And not only they made him survive in that, they made him he pinned Claudio, which is believable. Like you cannot pin Claudio and be on some weird shit. You got to be believable and. Or Cassidy, when he beat Claudio, he was believable. It's like, oh man, like everything about what AEW did was amazing, bro. And and I I do wish the uh, women's four way would have went a little longer, but it's okay, it's okay because it was a storyline with that. And MJF and Adam Cole, that was a good join as well. And even when MJF was like, well. Fucking, fucking uh, Wimbley, whatever the hell he said. So yeah. we're going to make this shit last long as, as until there's a winner. Like, holy shit, man. Like, everything about that was just entertaining, man. I have to go to next year, bro. 
there's there's no way in hell you're gonna sit there and keep me from going to Wembley. Even if I pass away, I'm going to fucking Wembley 2024, bro. You're gonna be doing the podcast, but like I know Data Stepdad is in Wembley right now. I'm going there. I'm going there, bro. I'll be doing a podcast from the afterlife. <laughs> I will be going there. Okay, let's, let's let's not see you pass away. Let's let's not have that. I mean, look, all right. <laughs> but I get I get the sense of urgency that you have over the next 363 days. Well, that's all I have to say about that. Anything else with you, bro? Nope, I'm I'm good to go. If you love or hate this podcast, you know what you do. You will follow me and Dean the Stepdad on all social media platforms. And you know what? My kid needs some motherfucking school supplies. So I am reactivating my OnlyFans. Me and cheese. <laughs> Pencils, pens, binders, all accepted. Erases. <laughs> Staplers, <laughs> okay, donuts, lunch meals, or your lake, or your neighborhood, or your neighborhood pizza shops. <laughs> it's all well fucking needed. <laughs> I need it all right now. <laughs> I'm a struggling single father with no help. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you need to support the the cause, the Hepper Brother Out Foundation. Oh, you got a name. Uh, <laughs> Hepper Brother Out Foundation, me and Cheeks is the only fans. <laughs> At Dave the Stepdad on all social media platforms. You can follow us at theygotachill.com. And on, on social media platforms. Mike, what about you, bro? <laughs> I was about to follow that up. Uh, <laughs> here on X. He's like to a bottom on IG and on threads. You know, later he's going to start a hashtag help a brother out movement. Um, <laughs> brother. B R O T H A. Not with the ER. Gotta get the get spelling specifically right, but for the mm-hmm. you, you brought the story. Either get with it or get lost, goddammit. <laughs> and um might if you have anything else to say, I would love to hear it. If not, um I can't follow that up. I got nothing. I can't follow that up. <laughs> well, well, I guess that's the cowboys. Let's get fucking drunk. <laughs> <laughs> You're already there. Oh, <laughs> See you guys next time.